following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Well, let me see if I know how to do this. <laughs> it's been a couple of weeks. And they've come back with a cold and all that good stuff, you know. But it is nice to be back. Talk with a purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Also heard on 1450 AM and online at WPGTalkRadio.com. Throughout the course of the show, I'll talk a little bit about the trip. I was in Italy and France, and it was just a, a wonderful, wonderful trip. And I come back with a cold, naturally. Uh, what else is new? So, anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll intersperse the different stories about that. Uh, later on in the show, we're going to have Lori Young, and she'll be joined by Don Guardian, our assemblyman. Uh, Lori is a uh, animal activist, I guess, or uh, an animal advocate, and she wants to talk about... Uh, the county getting a neutering program for cats and dogs and that's where that is so we'll we'll discuss that that'll be at 11 o'clock this morning but uh, in between time um got a lot to talk about here on the show uh before i get into today's show i wanted to comment because on the last show that i did um i said i'm going on vacation and frank sent me an email and it was interesting because, okay. well, l- let me put it this way. I want to just dispel the rumor that, yeah. about something. And that is, in Frank's email, he said, is it true that you are the next Golden Bachelor? <laughs> right, okay. So supposedly that they were filming it, that they're starting to film the new season of The Golden Bachelor. By the way, with the, the, the ratings on this thing are through the roof. Who would think that, right? But anyway, uh, I, I'm not the next Golden Bachelor. Uh, I do not plan to be on the show. So if uh, you can make that happen, uh, that's that's terrific. But nevertheless, I'm, I'm not I'm not the next Golden Bachelor. But uh, as I said, I'm going to make reference to the trip and what I saw and just some really beautiful, beautiful country uh, in France and in Italy and it just tremendous. But when I was there, particularly in Rome and then in Venice, uh, I saw the Eiffel Tower in Paris and just just tremendous. But I saw something in both Italy and France. And there is a tremendous amount of smoking. And they don't appear to have the same bands as we do when it comes to smoking. However, this is very interesting. And and, and, it, and my godson was with me. He showed me this. They don't appear to have the same bands. But in all of Europe... The packs of cigarettes that they sell have pictures of the human body and what cancer can do to it. Can you imagine that? Does that make you want to buy that pack of cigarettes? But apparently it doesn't deter. 
but they have different versions for for different cigarettes. But the point is, and if you ever saw a picture of a lung or lungs that were affected by smoking, you, you know what I'm talking about. So I thought that maybe that would deter people in Europe, but it doesn't. So I come back to home and I see where <laughs> good old Governor Murphy and the casinos are at it again because they are proposing a ban on smoking in the casinos. Now, I think it's 25 percent of the casino floor has smoking. So they want to just ban it altogether. And that's that's where it's at. But as you would expect, the casinos, because they are the biggest crybabies. I mean, the casinos, whenever you say anything, the pilot bill, remember that? Oh, we're going to have to close casinos if they if they don't pass that. We can't pay all those taxes. Oh, no. Well, you've been paying them. So the casino executives say they will lose business. And again, they may have to close a few casinos. Of course, they're not going to do that. Talk about the boy who cried wolf. The casinos should be poster children for, for you know, a caption of that. But I thought about this, and I'll tell you what. I was affected by casino smoke. I had a couple of bouts of cancer, and I'm cancer-free now. But the point of it is, when I was diagnosed with both bladder cancer and kidney cancer, my doctor said, you should have never had this. But as a up-and-coming DJ, <laughs> I worked in a lot of clubs, and you know what that means, secondhand smoke, and that's the issue here. So should these casino dealers be forced to endure secondhand smoke, which we know, we know for a fact that it can cause cancer. And in my case, that's what it was. Because I, I, I've i never smoked. But I got it. I got bladder cancer and kidney cancer. So you tell me. So the point that I'm making here is, no wonder casino workers are against it. But the casino executives, they don't have to worry about it. They're, hey, they're sitting in their offices and, you know, well, yeah, good, good, smoking's good. And they say they'll, they'll lose business. And this, again, is ridiculous. Now, I will say in Philadelphia, they had a ban on smoking in public areas, uh, in, in like restaurants and bars and that. And it did affect them slightly. And they then allowed smoking in the bars in, like, again, 25%. So it helped. But, look, I don't think if you want to gamble and and you want to see Atlantic City or you want to come to Atlantic City for a show or for whatever, what are you, you going to you gonna say, oh, I'm not going there because I can't smoke. You go outside and smoke. Can't smoke in your room. I mean, you, 
it, it's really the point of this is it is a terrible habit. It can cause it, it does cause cancer, and secondhand smoke is is dangerous as well. So that's why I say this this whole thing of uh, I got back and I'm reading oh the casinos oh the dealers the dealers don't want it and the casinos want it and so Governor Murphy said and and r- this is rare I agree with him on this one that he will sign the smoking ban in casinos if it is put forth on his desk it hasn't passed yet but he will sign it and I say good it's about time he did something good. So that's my opening rant here this morning. <laughs> I'll tell you about the vacation and all that stuff. It's just really, really a wonderful, wonderful vacation. And the food, outstanding. Outstanding. So Talk With the Purpose is the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Uh, the number in the studio, of course, will be 609-407-1450. But before we do any of that, we talk to the one and only Seth Grossman. And Seth, I forgot to thank you for filling in for me, but thank you for filling in for me. <laughs> nope. Well, 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 John, it was fun, and I didn't have to go to France and Italy to pick up a cold. I just had to visit my <laughs> grandchildren for the holidays. So I, I, I saved uh, you know some, some time and, and effort. Uh, anyway, for libertyandprosperity.com, we're meeting uh, every Saturday morning, 9.30 to 10.30. Everybody's welcome to come. Uh, it's at Sal's Cafe in Summers Point. We invite everybody to go to the libertyandprosperity.com website. And, you know, we only reach about five to 10,000 people directly. But if you go to our post and you go to our articles and you share our stuff, um, we have um, at the bottom of each post a Facebook icon and an X or Twitter icon. I just click it, just copy and paste the post, and you could quadruple how many people we reach. And it's so important because the media just, and you'll see when you go to our stuff, you'll see stuff that you won't find. Uh, anywhere else that's very important and the only way people are going to find out about it is if you help us tell people about it so we have that going on uh we're still uh giving out our teaching calendars we have about 800 left we love to get good homes for those 800 calendars before christmas so uh in fact they they have a free um newspaper called shore local um, you know, with Santa Claus and his dog on the beach, the, the latest issue being passed around. So um, on the last page, it, it gives you all the details of um, how to get our calendar and how to hand it out and how important it is. So I hope uh, people will use the last week or two uh, to get that out because it's, uh, you know, we, we all know what's wrong uh, with America, but it's very nice to know what made America great in the first place. And we have about two dozen stories that... Um, you know, most of us older boomers all know about, but most of our kids and grandkids don't know about this stuff, and it's important. So, so please help us out with that. We'll do, and maybe we'll give some away on the air. Okay. Yeah, we, we, we're not doing this as a fundraiser project. So uh, if anyone wants to pick them up, uh, I could even bring some to, uh, uh, to any location. Uh, we, we're, we're bringing them to bookstores, to restaurants. So if you know anyone in any location that's willing to display them or hand them out, let us know and we'll bring them there. That's, that's our priority. 
but uh, so that's our hopeful um, uh, project. Of course, the uh, you know the the other normal stuff that's going on. What, what's the uh, big uh, headline in uh, today's paper? Forty-one-year-old uh, Jerome Holly, a man released early from prison and living in Absecon, was arrested yesterday for murdering forty-five-year-old Mamadou Touré in the driveway of his home in Pleasantville last October. Of course, all those stories are normal in America. You read these um, murders every day, no protest, no memorial services, no flags at half-staff, no mention of race of the victim or the per- perpetrator in any news report. That only happens in those very rare situations where the shooter is white. So if it, don't, it doesn't give the race of the shooter, you can almost guess uh, with certainty um, you know, the, the race of the victim and the race of the perpetrator, but it's just normal, everyday news. Um, also in uh, today's Press of Atlantic City, the editorial. Finally, uh, complaining about New Jersey uh, putting every obstacle in the way of maintaining natural gas pipelines. PSNG wanted to spend $900 million to upgrade and replace the natural gas pipelines in North Jersey. The state is refusing to issue permits. And of course, anybody who has tried to even install a, a, like a gas grill in your backyard. They'll find out the state will charge you $2,500 for permits just to build maybe a, a 20-foot pipe um, be, because they're trying to get rid of all fossil fuels. And, of course, we're paying a high price because the state would not give permits for national get, uh, natural gas pipeline to that Beasley's Point power plant uh, by uh, milepost 28 of the parkway they blew up the whole power plant, and, uh, and and we're paying a lot more for more unreliable electricity. But it's nice to know the press of Atlantic City uh, finally noticed that and, and made an editorial about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what else is going uh, on I, today? Well, well, this is going to get me in trouble because as, as I have to give the disclaimer whenever I talk about Trump or DeSantis uh, – that uh, two-thirds to three-quarters of the folks who come to our Liberty and Prosperity Breakfast are for Trump, um, and one-fourth to a third are for somebody else. But the debate between Gavin Newsom, the Democratic governor of California, and Ron DeSantis, the the Republican uh, governor of Florida, uh, was very significant. And uh, and I think it's clear that, that DeSantis won the debate, uh, and he won it, the way every Republican should win a debate against a Democrat. It was fact-based. There were no personal insults. DeSantis made a very strong case that the conservative Republican things he did in Florida made the people there a lot better off than uh, what the Democrats did with their woke policies in California. And as a result, uh, a lot of people were moving from California to Florida and from New Jersey and Pennsylvania and New York to Florida uh, because DeSantis was doing a lot of stuff right. And, uh, and and I think whatever your opinion is, and I'm just giving this personally, whatever you think of Trump or DeSantis, you have to agree that DeSantis showed how Republicans win debates against, uh, against Democrats and win elections. Now, why do I think this is important? Because a lot of Trump supporters are saying that Democrats stole the 2020 election uh, by stealing a few hundred thousand votes in a close election in Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Arizona. 
And that could very well be true because Democrats steal a couple thousand votes in every election. They've been doing it for 100 years. But it's also true that Trump lost more than a few hundred thousand votes. At least I, I'm going to challenge uh, uh, a Trump supporter um, that remember that last debate between Trump and Biden in 2020? Yes. Does anybody think that Trump gained votes in that debate? Uh, I, I think it was almost cringeworthy. I think he lost a lot of votes. So if you would say that Trump lost more votes in the debate, the TV debate, uh, than the Democrats stole, then you could also say that Trump would have won the election in spite of the Democrat cheating if he was better at these debates. So these debates are important. Uh, They change voters' minds. So you could have a candidate being ahead in the polls before debate, but if there's a very good performance or a very bad performance, the poll numbers will go up or down depending on the importance. And I think that Trump, by not debating, is really, um, you know, sooner or later he's going to have to debate. Do you think that Trump could could go into a November election next year if he wins the nomination and say, I'm not going to debate the Democrat? No, uh, can't do that. Uh, he, he, he's going to have to debate sooner or later. And isn't it, wouldn't it be fair to Republican voters to see whether Trump has improved his debating skills since 2020? Yeah, so I, I would think so, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that, that's my personal thoughts, and I'm sure I'll, I'll, I'll hear about it when I walk into the meeting uh, Saturday. <laughs> But but here's and, and I'd just like to mention some some inside baseball. I, I, I heard some people complain during parts of the debate that both DeSantis and Newsom were talking over each other and and why couldn't they behave as, as gentlemen? And and I could tell you as a candidate who's been through this, uh, it's just unavoidable because if one candidate breaks the rules and talks when he's not supposed to talk and the other candidate politely listens to the other candidate just breaking the rules and saying whatever he wants to say and, 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 you know, making all these arguments, the candidate who follows the rules is going to look weak and lose points. So if one candidate uh, breaks the rules, the other candidate has to break the rules. Um, Otherwise, he's going to lose. And it's really up to the moderator uh, to restore order. And you see that in in wrestling matches. You see that in, in fights. That is the job of the referee to control it because, again, if one side breaks the rules and punching the other, the other guy, the other guy has to fight back and break the rules also. Uh, you know, so it's just one of those things. Um, but that's, uh, you know, you can't avoid it. Um, the, uh, the, the, I guess the, the most important thing going on uh, right now, of course, is the, you know, six to eight million people who are illegally in this country and pouring into the border every day. And when I was in Florida um, last week, I got, a, I got a firsthand view of that. I was getting a Lyft ride, you know, it's Uber and Lyft are the two uh, ride services. And my driver uh, told me he just came to this country four months ago from Cuba. And I said, well, how did that happen? You know, because, you know, nobody's coming from Cuba to Florida these days. He says, oh, no, I didn't go to from Cuba to Florida. Uh, I went from communist Cuba to communist Nicaragua. And I said, well, how did you end up in Florida? And he said, well, just four months ago, he goes to Nicaragua and he gets a free bus ride to Texas, free food, free hotels, 
walks across the border into Texas. And I said, uh, well, how'd you get into Texas? You know, I mean, here you're driving Uber. You have a job. You know, how are you doing this? Uh, he said, oh, I got asylum. I said, well, how'd you get asylum? He said, I said, did you have a hearing? He said, oh, no, no, there's no hearing. They just give you papers. I applied for asylum. I filled out the form and they give it to me. And, and here I am in Florida. And I said, how'd you get to Florida? Oh, yeah, we, we get, the, you know, free uh, bus here and free food and free hotel and everything there. And, and I said, well, when's your hearing coming up? Because as a lawyer, uh, you know, you can't just say I want asylum. It's very hard to get asylum. We have immigration laws. You have to prove that you have a well-founded fear of persecution in your home country. And you have to have witnesses and document it. So I asked this guy, well, when's your hearing coming up? He says, oh, no, there is no hearing. I'm in. So, and, and by the way, we had the entire conversation in Spanish because he didn't speak a word of English. <laughs> so this is what's happening. Uh, so, so what can you do about it? Well, well, there's nothing that Congress can do about it uh, as far as, like, you know, passing money to, for border security. Because basically all the money that Congress gave Biden for border security, Biden is spending on hotels and free food and, and, and transportation for the people illegally coming in claiming assignment, uh, asylum. The only way you fix this is to declare that Biden is committing an impeachable offense by violating his oath of office. He um, takes an oath to support, protect, and defend the Constitution. He takes an oath to... Uh, pursue the executive power of the federal government, which is to enforce the immigration laws. So he's blatantly not enforcing the immigration laws. And what I do not understand is why Republicans, instead of talking about Hunter Biden and the laptop and the, this and the check, I mean, right before your your eyes in plain view, every day Biden is violating the Constitution by allowing an invasion of 8 million people and and I've seen evidence of it myself just by getting a you know a taxi ride from you know to the airport uh, with this guy telling me exactly how he got into this country without any law being followed, and he's rewarded for it. So um, you know that's that's the frustration we have right now. And, and yet, all these people who need money who are in this country legally are suffering. Go figure. Yeah. Go figure. Absolutely. And, and I guess the, my final point is before before I went down to Florida, I, I, I found out I had to pay uh, my tax bill. I missed the notice in Atlantic City. So I had to go in person to City Hall with a certified check uh, because a, a tax payment was two weeks late. Oh. And and all I noticed, uh, and I hadn't been to Atlantic Avenue by, by in Center City in a, in a while, but... My God, I mean, Atlantic City, what, what, and I don't want to pick on Atlantic City because what, what happens to America uh, always seems to happen in Atlantic City first. But I'm not even going to use the word homeless. That's a propaganda term. The streets are filled with bums and hobos. Uh, the traffic lights don't work. So you're riding down Pacific Avenue and, and you, you hit a red light and, and then all the other lights are, are, are green when your light is red. So you go three blocks and you hit another red light. <laughs> so, oh. I mean, nothing is working. Nobody cares that nothing is working. The streets are filled with bums. There's trash and garbage all over the street. Uh, there was no heat in City Hall. Um, there's no heat in public housing. It's like nothing works. 
There are no consequences for anything. And um, and one other uh, footnote I, I found out. Uh, how much does it cost to educate each student in the Atlantic City Public Schools? 27000 uh, That's what they tell you. But if you go to the website, it'll show uh, they have something called a user-friendly budget. That you know, and there are two charts. One says they spent two hundred ninety-seven million dollars last year. Uh, the other chart shows they spent two hundred twenty-four million dollars a year. They have seven thousand students. If you do the arithmetic, uh, Atlantic City Public Schools are spending anywhere from thirty-two thousand dollars per student to forty-two thousand dollars per student. Ooh. And and what what products are coming out of this uh, of this uh, system? All the students know how to do. They 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 can't add up a column of numbers. Can't read. Can't write. Can't do critical thinking. Can't can't have a discussion based on something they read. Uh, but all they know is that America is an evil country, and because if if you're in, in a part of a certain race or or ethnic group, you're entitled to something that has to be taken away from somebody else. So, uh, so how do we fix something like that? Um, we got to go back to the basics, and that's what we do at Liberty and Prosperity. Uh, you can't appeal to voters if voters have no idea, you know, that the purpose of a free country is not that you vote to get something from somebody else. The idea is that you're free to apply your talent and skill to do something you want to do or they're good at doing. And, and you do service for somebody else and they pay you money for it and that's how you succeed. So that's our, our goal and it's, it's daunting, but we have to start somewhere. So that's, that's why we have libertyandprosperity.com. And you're so, going to end up on time today. How about that? Uh, absolutely. So thank you so much. <laughs> thank uh, you. Thanks for filling in again. And, and let me head on over. Okay. okay. Thank you. Seth Grossman, Liberty and Prosperity, the website, libertyandprosperity.com. And, of course, the meeting every Saturday, 930 to 1030 at Sal's Coal Fire Pizza on Groveland Avenue in Summers Point. I'm John DeMassey. It's Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We uh, we will lead off with Craig and then Bob and maybe you at 609-407-1450. Coming back, we'll start the calls right after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. 
The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. This holiday season, come celebrate in Hamilton. It's the blueberry capital of the world and so much more. Celebrate the taste with cuisine to satisfy any palate. Italian, Mexican, Asian, and traditional American specialties. Celebrate the spirit. Wineries, breweries, distilleries. Your choice of over a dozen places to sample local tastes. Celebrate the arts, Eagle Theater shows, and live music in so many venues. Celebrate the day. Celebrate the night. Celebrate the season. The Hammonds and Rotary Winterfest today and tomorrow. Main Street Tree Lighting tonight. Fireman's Parade next Saturday. Third Thursday on December 21st. And Hamilton's New Year's Eve Bash and much more. This holiday, bring the family and celebrate Hamilton. This message from the Greater Hamilton Chamber of Commerce is supported in part by a grant from the New Jersey Department of State Division of Travel and Tourism. We are back here on Talk with a Purpose. Again, the number 609-407-1450. And uh, <laughs> let's talk to Craig in Northfield. Craig, good morning. Welcome to Talk with well, the Purpose. Well, bonjour, <laughs> Mr. Massey. I, 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 uh, by the way, I, I passed your message along to the Prime Minister of France. <laughs> okay. Well, I got to tell you, I, I was wondering if you got to see Miss McCone because uh, <clears throat> she's pretty good looking. I got to tell yeah. you. Oh, yeah. I like the way she wears the dress. Yeah. Anyway, Seth, uh, I, I mean, I should get an extra three minutes after just Seth comes on because of, you know, the Trump bashing that he does. But, uh, Seth, let's talk about that debate. Number one, Trump just came off of COVID, and if you remember, they gave him a steroid. Does anybody know what a steroid does? It makes you very aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I wrong? Yeah, no, it does, it does. yeah, yeah. It does. It has other so, effects, too, let's yeah. let's talk about uh, Mr. Exile, Chris Wallace. Oh. So it wasn't a fair debate, was oh, it? It was no. two against one, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. No, Chris Wallace. Oh, Seth, what, you forgot about what that. A disappoint, what a disappointment, Chris what, Wallace. No, 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 no. But where Seth, you forgot about that. So stop it, Seth. I got to tell you something. You got me a little aggravated with the way you came off. And about the debate down there in uh, after the debate, okay, with DeSantis, Fox News who does not like Donald Trump, went into a, a, a restaurant, and it was multicultured, and everybody said DeSantis 2028, Donald J. Trump 2024. So uh, we had a couple things go on here since you've been going over here. But uh, did you see that little boy over there at the Redskins game? No. Not the Redskins game. I'm sorry, the Chiefs game? No, I didn't see it. With the two-tone face, you know, he had the red and the black on. And, oh, my God, the news media ostracized this little boy because he insulted the black race and the Indian race by having those colors, the Chiefs colors, on his face. Well, can you imagine? Uh, An 11-year-old kid. Yeah. But here's the thing. The 
the father is on the council, okay, of the Indians because that little boy's father and that little boy are not like that woman from, I forget, New Hampshire, but they actually have Indian blood. Okay. <laughs> can you imagine? So you can only imagine the lawsuit that this little boy's going to have. So, you know, um, back to Seth a little bit. Uh, Seth, down in Fulton County right now, okay, the uh, Supreme Court of State of, New, uh, of Georgia is now looking into 10,000 votes. I th- I'm sorry, excuse me, 3,000 votes that they want to toss. So when you say that we're, we're done with this, we're really not done with this, and we're still in Maricopa County going to the Supreme Court. So hold off, Seth. We got a whole limelight, and when Donald J. Trump goes to court, I think that we're going to see some something about the election there. Um, you know, that's. I just want to follow up uh, before we get to uh, the big uh, day tomorrow. Did you know that Zelensky got two yachts? No. Yeah. I mean, you know. Two. two Not one, two. (laughs) Two. So I was, and, 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 and this is what Donald J. Trump said. I did say that, Seth. He said, follow the yachts. If you want to see where your where where our you know the money's going, Jeez. because you see what's going on now. Jeez. Where did he get? I thought he would be putting his money to to protect this country, not to buy luxury items. Remember, I told you yeah. a couple months ago that he got the rolls. Yeah, yeah. You can't pull up to the yacht in a VW. <laughs> okay, I know Bob's coming on, so Bob. How about that game last week? Did you get to see that game? Uh, I saw highlights afterwards. I mean, it was like, um, I think it was 1 o'clock in the morning it was on where I was. I'm still recovering from jet lag because it was six well, hours John, six hours difference. I do hope you feel better. But let me just tell you something. I hope you watched the field goal twice that, that what was it, 60 yard, 59 yards, 59 60 yards? Years. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, I yeah that. that was amazing yeah, was. and how we came out. But this week is going to be very tough. I'm dying to hear what uh, uh, Bob has to say. Harry says that the Eagles are going to win. I'm saying we're going to win by 10 points, I'm hoping. And uh, we'll see what you got to say, too, okay. John. John, feel better and I, I, happy I will. Thank you. Thank you, Craig. Thanks for the call. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Yeah, the jet lag is still – I still feel like I'm I'm still on, on Europe time. It was six hours there, six hours ahead. So I'll recover eventually. We have uh, Bob and Steve. We're going to talk to them after the break, and maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450. Again, it's Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We're going to come back with more of the show in just a moment. But it is that time of year. B.F. Mazio is the place for the gift baskets, fruit baskets that you want to send. This is the time of year where you kind of can get all the relatives and friends out of town. You can, you know, really take care of them very nicely with a tremendous gift basket from B.F. Mazio. As you know, B.F. Mazio has been best of the press, and now they got best of the press again this year, nine years in a row. Nine years in a row. Imagine. Because they their gift baskets, fruit baskets, they're the best. 
So send one to the relatives or the friends or whatever far and wide, and they will be happy for that. B.F. Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield. And, you know, I came back with this cold and sore throat and all that stuff. And there's nothing better, and I had it yesterday, than a B.F. Mazio selection of soups. And I had the tomato soup, and boy, did that feel good. And you don't have to have a cold to enjoy it. B.F. Mazio with a variety of soups and prepared foods and baked goods and you name it. They have they have all kinds of stuff and too numerous to mention right here. B.F. Mazio, 601 New Road, Northfield, online at bfmazio.com. And that's where you can go to order your gift basket to send to someone far and wide. bfmazio.com. B.F. Mazio, 601 New Road, Northfield. And bfmazio.com is the website. We're coming back with more Talk with a Purpose in just a moment. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check Check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Your WPG Atlantic City Electric AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey today. We'll have some fog to start. Otherwise, it's cloudy and mild with a high 64. Periods of rain tonight, we're going down to 49. Occasional rain and drizzle tomorrow, the high 59. We'll see some sunshine on Monday with clouds mixing in. Monday's high 54. Plan with confidence. Visit AccuWeather.com. I'm AccuWeather's Rose Tamburino on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk With a Purpose. If you want to email me during the week, yes, I am back full time, I think. <laughs> JDADV1 at Comcast.net. JDADV1 at Comcast.net. And of course, you can also like us on Facebook at Talk With a Purpose. At Talk With a Purpose is our Facebook address. And it is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Let's talk to our buddy Bob in Cape May. Bob, good morning. Welcome. Hey, hey, John. Welcome back. Thank you. you. Thank you. Hey, look, a couple topic topic you brought up here is secondhand smoke and and how horrible smoking is. And uh, I'll tell you, John, the... we visited a woman that worked for me for 20 years. Uh, she was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer about four and a half years ago. And, you know, she beat the odds. Uh, you know, when you get diagnosed with stage four lung cancer, you really generally only have about a year, year and a half left. And anyway, she beat the odds. Uh, this spring, she, uh, she was given a clean bill didn't find any cancer in her and anyway she uh about a month ago couldn't breathe and and uh 
Uh, she told she went to the hospital. She told she was terminal. We visited her uh, two days before she died, and uh, you know, seven years younger than me. And Jeez. you know, smoking is a terrible thing, John. Yeah, it is. Oh, I, thing. I, I, I tell you, you know, I mean, my mother passed away in 2010, and she stopped smoking. Listen to this now. She stopped smoking in 1979. Wow. And you know what was on the death certificate? Long-term, long-term effects of smoking. Wow. Wow. Huh? Yeah, you know, it, 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 you're, I I can give you an illustration. My, my brother, okay, he's 12 years older than me. Uh, five years ago, he died of, and, and it all started with, with, he had tongue cancer. And he stopped smoking, like, I'd say 25 years before he had that diagnosis. And one of the biggest risk factors of throat and, and tongue cancer is smoking. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it it's a horrible, horrible thing. And, and you know, it, it, it it's ruined a lot of families' lives. I mean, it's, it, it's just a devastating thing. Uh, it, nicotine is more addictive than heroin. Okay. Yeah. More addictive. Yeah, I believe, and, I believe that. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know the uh, look, and, and I'll tell you from a business tam- standpoint, it's kind of a tough deal here. We we finally at our motel, we finally outlawed smoking. Finally outlawed it. Okay. We used to allow people to smoke on their balconies, and the our. Customers have become so intolerant, and I, I think they're right. Yeah. Even smoke coming their way when the wind's blowing the wrong yeah. direction. Yeah, okay? sure. So it's, it's a terrible thing. Yeah. So look, a couple other things here. Um, the steroid that, that President Trump was put on after, after he was diagnosed with COVID, it was pregnizone. Pregnizone is not an anabolic steroid. All right. That's what bodybuilders take. That's what athletes take to build muscles. That's what gives you the the anger and the rage. That's a, that is not what pregnizone does. Pregnizone actually weakens you. Okay. Pregnizone takes away inflammation. It also goes after muscle. It it does not cause any kind of like mental rage at all. It's a nasty drug, but it does not cause that. Uh, anyway, so look, the Eagles game last week, <laughs> we're going from point to point here, but hey, why not? So the Eagles game last week, it's just a testament to, to the heart that Jalen Hurts and, and the rest of the Eagles team has, because they were, they came back from the dead yeah, so many they times. Did. They did. You know? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a pessimist by nature. It's why I'm always happy and pleasantly surprised okay when things go better than i think they will but this is a tough game with san francisco particularly because because we've got our run-stopping linebacker zach cunningham is not going to play and you have a real weak link taking his place yeah Uh, christian christian yeah i know yeah he 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 doesn't know the defense he doesn't know that's why he was benched the kid is fast he's strong he doesn't know the defense, and San Francisco will eat him alive. I'm afraid. Yeah, well, we'll just so have we'll, to hope. We'll, see. we'll have to hope. Yep. But, uh, they, they yep. should. Yep. We'll see. They should eke it out as, as, as like a, um, a, a three point win, something like that. Yeah. You know, if it's close, I like the Eagles. I think this is the one game where where you know 
it, it may not go too well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, okay. that's, Bob, that's it. Hurry thanks down. for the call. Good talking to you. 609-407-1450, that's our number here in the studio. I'm, I'm leaning on you, the callers, today, <laughs> because I, I don't have much of a voice, so... Uh, well, you will help me get through this show. Steve in Apsecan Island. Steve, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Welcome back, John. Thanks. I missed you last week. Thank you. know, you. it's funny. I, 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 I turn on the program, and I try to determine whether it's a rerun or not. I wish uh, you guys would put the date, like, say, this program is pre-recorded from this day. I think we do that, that don't we? we say no, it just says... Oh, pre-recorded. oh, pre-recorded. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because... It, because it's, I'd like to get a frame of reference for the topics. Oh, you know, okay. Which would be nice. Is that is that possible? Oh yes, that's 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 a that's that, an easy thing would, to do. That would be terrific if you could say this show is pre-recorded, say Saturday, November first, or or what have you. you yeah. Know, just okay. The day, the day, and the date, and the year, and this way you have a frame of reference with the news. Well, John, I'll try to keep your. You know, listening, I'm not going to, I want to gauge, you know, if you agree or disagree, but once again, we got another person that's going to petition the government to redistribute our wealth. What do you think of that? That's at the 11 o'clock hour, right? With Lori Young and the... Uh, oh, uh, yeah. She uh, she wants to um, have a program in Atlantic County where they neuter cats and dogs. And I, uh, I'm going to bring her on, but I haven't yet determined if she wants the county to pay for it, or if she wants individuals. I think she wants the county to pay for it. So, we'll we'll see. We'll we'll ask her. I would, I would, I would say, of course, she wants the county to pay for it because that's why she keeps petitioning yeah. uh, the local yeah. officials like Denny Levinson and yeah. and is she. But you said she's going to be, you have two of them on? Uh, uh, Don Guardian is going to be on with her because he's familiar with this uh, situation. Right. So there you go. He's petitioning an assemblyman in our New Jersey assembly. You know, I'm tired of paying for everybody else. And and I know a lot of your callers um, are tired of it as well. You know, there's a lot of things that... Sure, collectively we have to chip in for police, fire, public work. Yeah, that's necessary. Yeah. yeah. Of course. And but beyond that, I'm just getting so tired. The redistribution of the wealth, people can't make their own money, so they have to grab it get the government to grab it from you and I and everybody else. And yeah. I'm just so tired of it. And uh, and until we stop this 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 theft this kleptocracy will never reduce the tax rates. And I don't understand why the government, you know, even entertains these requests. You know, if Lori Young has a charity, she should be making phone calls and petitioning people for, for money. And if they want to give her charity money, fine. If they don't, fine. You know, um, I don't. I don't like when the government, you know, holds a uh, a bayonet to my back, saying if you don't pay your taxes, we're going to take your house or we're going to levy fines against you and liens. I just, I just find it just so abhorrent. Yeah, and I, I don't get it. But she's going to. I know she's going to petition this, and and that's what she's doing. You know, 
why should we have to pay for other people's irresponsibility? You know what, Steve? Why don't if you have time or if you're available, she's on at eleven. Why don't you give her a call? Okay, I, I will. I, uh, but you got to back me up, John. Oh yeah. Well, look. I mean, I, 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 I told <laughs> her she's. You can't turn tail and say, I, "Well, I don't know what he's talking about." I mean, uh, uh, hey, look. I'm giving her the the uh, forum to make her pitch, and Don Guardian is coming on with her to kind of support her. So uh, that that's that's all. And and if you are against it, hey, you know. Uh, and I and you know what, John? That's the that's the perfect venue that's why you have your talk show and that's why we have dialogue right and and that's the whole point of free speech but, yes but but i i i just uh you know um well, i lost my train of thought but yeah well, anyway, well that was I, one of my questions to her is do you want this do you want like taxpayers to pay for it do you want individuals to pay for it that's what one of my questions is going to be so um, it, sounded, it sounded like that's what she wanted when Don Guardian and Claire Swift were on. Yes, with Vince right after the election when yeah. he called in, and and of course I, I chimed in and you know, poo pooed it. I I just, you know, we just we just got to stop the, the the taxes is the is is part of the three legged stool. I keep talking about taxes, resources, and the vote, and if we don't get a handle on those three things, you know, we're we're going to we're just going to lose it we're going to just turn into a socialist yeah, country right. and then of course the government will turn into a communist country right. communist form of government and you won't have any freedoms you got to protect the money that people individually have if we don't you you lose all your individuality all right thanks steve thanks thanks for thanks for the call appreciate it 609-407-1450 609-407-1450 that's our number here in the studio it's talk with a purpose saturday's nine till noon WPG Talk Radio 95.5, hour number one, rapidly coming to a close. We still have some time here for your calls at 609-407-1450, and we'll have more conversation in hour number two. I'm John DeMassey. We'll come back with final thoughts in hour number one after these words. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. We are back here on Talk With a Purpose, again, 609-407-1450. Rare moment in the show. We have some open lines, so if you want to jump in now. No waiting. 
Imagine that. No waiting. 609-407-1450. I'm just curious. I, I come back and I'm catching up on things. But I saw, uh, and I guess you saw this too, the congressman from New York, George Santos, they threw him out right away. I mean, gone. He, they changed the locks. Can you imagine? Which leads me to the question, why can't they do this with Menendez? How is that different? Maybe maybe I don't understand the workings of Congress, but how is that different? I mean, Santos, he used campaign money to do whatever he did. He you know, bought this and bought that or whatever. Well, what did Menendez do? And he did it once. He was acquitted. Now he's doing it again. So where is this going? But Menendez is still in the Senate and Santos is out. Are there two different rules for Senate and Congress? I don't know. I'm just I'm just asking out loud my thoughts that this is what I think should happen with Menendez. He should have been thrown out a couple of weeks ago. So how, how is this? How is this justice? We got a senator who is a crook, and we have a congressman—not ours, but he's a congressman who was a crook. They threw him out. Hey, rightfully so. So I just wanted to say that maybe you have an answer. I certainly don't. And. While I was away, oh, I heard about this. Maybe you heard about it or not. And did you see where Congressman Kevin McCarthy and Donald Trump had a little run-in? Supposedly, supposedly, I, I can't imagine this happening. The congressman told the president, yeah, he dropped the F-bomb on the president. Of course, he denies it. McCarthy denies it. And the president wouldn't comment. So who knows? But again, it's it's good theater surrounding Trump. Uh, supposedly, they weren't getting along. and uh, McCarthy wanted Trump to support him and Trump didn't support him. More nonsense. To which I say again that Republicans have to be united. That's that's what we want. We don't want this this infighting. It's it's just it's too much. So hopefully <laughs> Kevin McCarthy and President Trump will shake hands, make nice and move along. But uh, just just another thing that happened while I was away. But uh, a lot of things did happen, and we'll talk uh, more in, in the next hour about it. And, of course, we got the Lori Young coming on at 11 o'clock. And is she uh, wanting to spend taxpayers' money? Uh, I think so. But how much of an issue is this? She's talking about uh, neutering cats and dogs. And supposedly, supposedly, there's a bunch of cats under the boardwalk in Atlantic City. So... What what else what else do we have? We we have 
Cats under the boardwalk and hobos above the boardwalk. I mean, that's, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call them hobos. Homeless people, okay? So, uh, but anyway, we... We uh, we got a couple of calls and we'll we'll take them at the top uh, after the next hour we'll take them. I'm having trouble talking today and, and I apologize, but this this vacation really hit me for. Uh, I mean, it was really a great vacation, but boy, I came back and I am so messed up in the head and the cold and all that stuff. But we'll get through it here. 609-407-1450. It is Talk for the Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Uh, we're, we're kind of wrapping up hour number one. In hour number two, will Joe Biden be impeached? Huh? And good news if you're a fan of Nikki Haley. Wow. How about that? Yeah, Nikki Haley got a, a tremendous endorsement from a, a couple of conservative Republicans and their organization. So uh, supposedly, from what I understand, she is now neck and neck with Ron DeSantis. So we'll see about that. But it's uh, it, it's it's making this race interesting. And, of course, if we have time, we'll talk about Hunter Biden. He's uh, offered to testify publicly before a House panel. So a lot of things happening, and uh, we'll continue to talk about that. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two on the way. You know what we say. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Our number two, Talk with a Purpose, every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And as the man said, I'm John DeMassey. 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio, 609-407-1450. And again, Lori Young, uh, I, I've been calling her animal activist, animal advocate. She's coming on at 11 along with Don Guardian, our assemblyman. So we'll talk about the – they want to have a neutering program like Cape May County. So it's uh, – it's it's we'll talk about it. <laughs> Oh, more taxpayer dollars. <laughs> Hope not. Anyway, we have uh, a bunch of callers we'll get to in just a moment. But I just wanted to mention the House Republicans are considering building a formal vote next month to authorize the impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden as the party looks to legitimize a process that has yet to yield any direct evidence of wrongdoing by the president. 
So they're going to try to impeach him on what grounds? No grounds? I mean, have something, guys. You know, I I would like Joe Biden to leave office today. But that's not going to happen. But there has to be a reason and incompetence, uh, I think, is not in the Constitution. Otherwise, <laughs> everybody everybody would, would get bounced out. Uh, the White House called the proposal an effort by Republicans to distract from their own chaos and dysfunction. How's that for fighting back? House Speaker Mike Johnson has expressed some caution about the impeachment push. But he says the evidence already uncovered by Republican chairman is alarming. Wonder what that is. Alarming evidence against President Biden? So th- so that's my question. Well, what is the alarming evidence? They're not going to say? Do they have it? Is it? I mean, what do they have? I mean, other than the fact that he's incompetent and he's old... You know, I mean, if you make it to 80, congratulations. But so I don't think it's going anywhere, really. So don't get your hopes up. But we're going to have to wait till November and then we'll get them. Greg and Abseek and Greg, good morning. Welcome to Talk of the Purpose. Mr. Barkey, good morning. Good morning, sir. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Seth Grossman is entitled to his opinion as far as who he would like for president. Right. I wish he would keep it narrow like that. You know, he likes DeSantis. I wish he would leave Trump alone. There's enough people beating him up. Oh, yeah. I don't know how the hell he's still standing. I I don't either. And he's playing whack-a-mole with about five different games at once. Yeah, yeah. Between the courts and the states. Yeah, yeah. It's absurd. Yes, it is. And then they go out and they hire a headhunter and an assassin to really do them in. And that poor individual, he's more confused than anybody else. And who's that? Who's the the assassin? Smith. Huh? Smith. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's an assassin. As far as the government, they should really think seriously about folding their tents and going home. Because if they don't realize how ridiculous they look, it keeps getting worse. Yes, it does. They keep expanding it, and they keep coming up with nothing. They keep grabbing at stuff, and it's nothing but smoke and mirrors. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. And it's not going to get any better for him. It's just going to get worse. Well, you always have hope, Greg. You always have yep. hope. You know that exactly it, that it can get better. It, it probably better. It, it probably won't, but you know you can hope. I mean, yeah, we'll we're still here, aren't we? So <laughs> yes. <laughs> have a good one. You too. Thanks for the call, Frank and EHT. Frank, good morning. Hey, good morning, John. Welcome back. Thank you. Hey, John, regarding uh, Santos that you were discussing earlier, yeah. um, what was the crime he actually committed? Um, I think he used campaign money, didn't he? Didn't they, he used campaign money to, for personal use or something? He's been convicted and tried? Uh, I don't think so, no. No, so no crime's been committed until you're convicted and tried, correct? Yeah. 
Okay. Hey, didn't Eric Swell, uh, wasn't he sleeping with uh, a Chinese spy? Yes. Any charges brought up? Was he removed no. from Congress? No. No. Hello to Adam Schiff. Didn't Adam Schiff uh, repeatedly oh. get on uh, national TV for over two years and say he had evidence that uh, the Russian uh, collusion against Trump and that he would be producing it for yeah. over two years? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Lied. Li- lied directly to the American people. Um, yeah, it was... Was was he removed from no. Congress? No. How about Di- how about Diane Feinstein had a Chinese oh. uh, spy oh. around oh. for over twenty years? Yeah. The, the, you're bringing up. You're feeding into my point. Then how come oh, this I, guy? I yeah, this guy gets gets thrown out, and they change the locks <laughs> immediately. Uh, immediately. And Menendez, in your position, uh, the the unjust and yeah, unfair. Whether yeah, you agree with him yeah. or don't agree with him, he was elected by yes. the constituents in his area. Yes, and he hasn't been convicted of a crime. Yes, effectively, they they've eliminated him from being right. potentially reelected. Right, and uh, that would be called uh, election interference. In, yes. in most countries, but uh, you know, you uh, you define the individual. Uh, you uh, you. Uh, to repeatedly scandalize the individual without even being convicted and yeah. effectively marginalizing and eliminating um, The January 6th committee, uh, for what? How long did that go on for? For the insurre- the so-called insurrection of the United States. That, that, that show trial went on for two years. Unbelievable, right, John? Yeah. That now, all the video footage from, from the, the show trial has disappeared. It's unbelievable. I mean, we have our government with the cameras and uh, we have redundancy in government uh, records on upon records that's why nothing gets done because nobody will make a decision but they overwhelm you with paperwork and somehow all the videos <laughs> disappeared i mean think about what, what's going on uh, uh. trump couldn't get four billion for a wall but somehow john will send 150 billion to ukraine yeah so they can send their borders uh, or he can buy a yacht, two yachts, and a Rolls Royce. Well, he, he actually did. You're aware of that because you saw the story. Yeah. Because you just mentioned it. Yeah. Of course, he bought. He, he bought two, two, two. <laughs> you just can't make this stuff. Yeah. Up. I mean, what, I, I, last thing. Hey, Frank, yeah. I'll settle for. I'll settle for if he buys me. Uh, you know, a speedboat, a twenty foot speedboat. I'll settle for that. You know what I would settle for, John? Living in living in a country under a government that wasn't corrupt and, yeah. and blatantly yeah. corrupt that that even the average person can just look at it and see what's going on and, and we're and we're defenseless to do anything every every everything in my opinion is rigged it's uh, skewed uh, they'll, they'll demonize anybody who opposes the, the our federal government it's one last one last thing the guy that. Uh, Black Lives Matter originated from what was his name? Derek Chauvin, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. what was his name? Saint Floyd, who, who actually yeah. died of fentanyl overdose, but yeah. this guy was convicted. What are the chances, John, that a, a former FBI informant stabs this guy twenty-two times in prison this past week? What what, what are the coincidences? Jeez. About, I, about I, the same as Jeffrey Epstein yeah. hanging himself in, in the most secured uh, prison in New York, and and somehow the guards were asleep. Oh yeah, the camera uh, wasn't yeah. On. I mean, what are the chances, John? Oh, that hey, John, that 
that smell to high heaven, you know, Frank? John, that, thanks for letting me get in. Thanks, thanks for the call. Thanks for the call. Yeah, how about that? Derek Chauvin stabbed 22 times. Can you imagine? Can't make this stuff up. Talk with a purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. As you know, we're also heard on 1450 AM and online at com. 609-407-1450, the number here in the studio. Let's talk to Bill in Galloway. Bill, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Good morning. I called up because I've lived in Galloway my whole life. And there was a company named Klein Construction, Klein Construction in Galloway Township. Uh, they caught them. They foreclosed on everything, sold all their equipment and their buildings. And the daughter and the son-in-law embezzled all the money, bought boats, went on trips. And that's been, I think, two, two and a half years ago. And you never heard nothing about what happened to them. Somebody said, because they was involved in politics, that it kind of got squashed. Does anybody know what happened? I even called the prosecutor's office, and they said that was a federal offense. And it's like they keep throwing a football around. Yeah. What was the name again, uh, uh, Bill? What was the name again? Klein Construction. They did uh, bulldozer work. They did uh, the last thing they got involved was safety control. Uh, The flash and lights you see. When they're doing construction along the road, yeah, they they were big in that. Uh, they had a place up in North Jersey, and I don't know how many places. But I just like a friend of mine went to retire. I think he was about sixty-five, and this is what started the snowball. Called up about his pension to the company that they told him. They was invested in. And they said, you don't have nothing. Yeah. And that's when, you know, everything blew apart. But I never, nobody can tell me yeah. that, what happened. Yeah. There's got to be somebody listening to this. Okay. If, if they're listening, uh, they'll let us know. And uh, we'll try to look into that. But uh, as far as the pension is concerned, um, Bill, uh, how long ago was this? I was going to say two, three years ago. Well, not that far. If they, they owe, just, yeah, if they owed him a pension, uh, that that is uh, that's illegal. Wait a minute! But they had thirty or forty employees. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't just one guy. It was guys anywhere from the age of thirty to sixty-five. Hmm. And I knew some of them because I was in construction, and I knew them. And I'm saying to myself, you know, it's a shame because if somebody were to take my pension and nobody had an answer, I would find out where they live because yeah. there would be some kind of satisfaction. Yeah. So, well, we'll, see we'll if somebody can find out what happened. We'll look into okay? that. We'll look into that, Bill. Thanks for the call. I, I that's that is a bit strange because from what I understand. They changed those laws, 
And if you have a pension or your company you have a pension, that has to be somehow set aside and guaranteed and all that stuff. So I, I don't know if that's uh, what happened there. So I have to question that, and we'll look into it. Linda and Absekin. Linda, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Common tally vu. <laughs> and your response is très bien, merci, Edfu. <laughs> so, how about you? What What about me? On On France and Italy. Yeah, that was that was a, that was a trip. That was a and trip. And you kept it a secret. <clears throat> well, it wasn't really okay. a secret. Look, I, it, by the way, I, I should mention this. My godson paid for the trip for me. So, I mean, wow. how, about, how about that, huh? How about yeah. that? He, the, the, he gets the Lexus, right, and, and the condo. Well, <laughs> hey, look, <laughs> and anything else I have. <laughs> no, 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 no. What about your little guys? Oh, yeah, the, well, Violet. they'll get something. Okay. <clears throat> well, I like Lori Young. Lori Young. I like her a lot. I got the opportunity to speak with uh, Lori. Went to Dr. Malone on her show, and that that was, I was so honored to speak with Dr. Malone. He's he's the one who um, <clears throat> is the founder of the mRNA okay. uh, science, yeah, and uh, who recognized this COVID vaccine as problematic. And he he was brilliant. He did a lot to save a lot of people, maybe having taken uh, the shots himself. But nice, very nice woman, <clears throat> and who just loves animals. I know that. And so maybe if she's looking for um, a little bit of a handout, I mean, everybody else is handing out money. You can't blame her for asking, right? N- right. But, you know. but I get what Steve is saying. Yeah. Things are uh, tremendously uh, out of hand. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it, it, it's, it, you know, I guess what he's saying is, you know, at what point do we say no? I mean, this is enough. Of know? course. So, so, right. So, so. Now, um, of course, uh, DeSantis uh, would be brilliant in a debate. With Newsom, who wouldn't? Well, that's true. I mean, I I could put my grandson up against him. <laughs> okay. I uh, mean, all he all he he did what all he had to do, and then plus so much more. He showed up a poop map. <laughs> did you see that? Where, where people defecate in, yeah, in California? Yeah. I mean, can you imagine eating any seafood at Fisherman's Wharf? In yeah. San Francisco, first of all, I wouldn't go to San Francisco, and I certainly wouldn't eat their seafood. Well, not when the poop was going into the day. I, I heard this the other day. Did you hear this? Uh, if if there's there's defecation in front of your house, if somebody defecates, whatever, mm-hmm. you dial three one one, and they come out and they clean it for you. Oh, sure. Why not? I I, I uh, what? And I said, what is that true? I mean, I, I guess it is, but I, yeah. Nothing shocks me anymore. I'm yeah. numb to it. And as far as Trump, Trump, he would he would not have any difficulty in a debate with DeSantis. And DeSantis is is clearly presidential timber. And uh, I hope one day he he he, he really yeah, I, becomes I think it. so too. I think so too. I really do. I think he'll. And I was trying to recall: was was Trump supposed to have been nasty in one of the uh, three to pick one of the three debates with uh, with Biden? Because I thought I saw them all, and what I saw, uh, what I'm remembering about uh, those debates were that uh, 
he not only had to contest with Biden, but also with all the moderators. Yeah. And in, and in one in one debate, which was really outrageous because you had President Biden standing there. <clears throat> well, basically, do you remember when the 51 intelligence people signed on to a statement that the Hunter laptop scandal was Russian misinformation? Yes. Yes. And so 50, 51 intelligence people signed on to that just before the 2020 election. And five of them were ex-CIA directors. And they signed on to that. And what happened? It found out that it was misinformation. So I would have to, I'd like to bring these people before the Senate yeah. or, 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 or the uh, Congress and have them investigate us as they ha- because that put the weight on the election. And I'm so happy to hear Seth sort of say that, well, he's, he's acquiescing sort of with a little bit of verbiage that, yeah, you know, there, there were some votes stolen. Stolen and added, and every six ways from Sunday it was manipulated. So that's right. That's my that's contribution, right. Linda. As always, a good contribution. Thanks for the call. 609-407-1450. 609-407-1450. That's our number here in the studio. We will talk to Frank after the break, and maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And I'm John DeMassey. More of the show in just a moment. But first, it is now official. I have to make a decision, and I have to make it this week with my Lexus. Courtesy of Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road, EHT. Well, look, I procrastinated enough. I said, after the vacation, I'm going to do it. And then, uh, so now I, I got to do something. So we'll see. Either buy it out, buy my car out, get a new one. Who knows? Who knows what will lurk in the future as far as my automobile, automobile is concerned. But uh, I got to tell you. In France, we uh, we rented an Uber, and uh, the guy was driving a Lexus, and it I mean it, it was great. I mean, I was I felt like I was home, and uh, he was really trying to speak to us in English, but he didn't really have too good of an English uh, command of the language, and but it was a a 2018 Lexus. It was just a great ride. And he was saying, you know, I, I wouldn't get anything else. So you got to go to France and you can hear an endorsement for a Lexus. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Online at aclexus.com, aclexus.com. It is the December to Remember sales event happening now. Special deals, special prices, and all that kind of good stuff. And you, you ought to go over there and check it out. And if you go this week, you'll probably see me one day. I'll be over there. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road EHT. When you go in there, ask for Helen. She'll take good care of you. She knows her stuff. And she'll steer you in the right direction. The finest automobile on the market today is Lexus, courtesy of Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road EHT, and online at aclexus.com. We're coming back with more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. I'm Seth Grossman for libertyandprosperity.com. Everyone who lives near the ocean or the bay knows that we have a bad storm and flooding about every 20 years. 
Some people want their shore houses built on pilings. However, others like me would rather pay for major repairs and improvements every 20 years than walk up and down an extra set of steps every day. At one time, Americans were free to decide what kind of house we lived in, but not anymore. If you live in any shore town from Brigantine to Cape May, you may not get a permit for new bathrooms or a new kitchen unless you first spend another $75,000 to raise your house 14 feet off the ground. Learn the details and what we can do about it. Visit libertyandprosperity.com. Help us reach more people. Join our weekly breakfast. Donate what you can to keep us on the air and online. LibertyAndProsperity.com. Chances are you've tasted the delicious fruits and vegetables from BF Mazio, but didn't know it. That's because BF Mazio has a huge wholesale division that delivers to area restaurants, schools, hospitals, and more. If you own a restaurant or run a commercial kitchen, call BF Mazio's wholesale division at 609-641-6608. That's 609-641-6608. And don't forget BF Mazio at 601 New Road in Northfield. Call 609-641-6608. We are back here on Talk with a Purpose, 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio. Don't forget, Lori Young and Don Guardian coming on at 11 o'clock this morning to talk about neutering cats and dogs in Atlantic County. Will it happen? Who knows? But she's going to make her pitch. 609-407-1450, let's talk to Frank and Ventner. Frank, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Hey, good morning, John. Welcome back. Thank you. So, John, you know, I, something interesting, I've, I've noticed that since Trump has been doing so well in the polls and Biden doing so poorly, you don't get the calls anymore that are telling you that the polls are all rigged, you shouldn't <laughs> listen to them, right? Have you noticed that, John? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I remember once you mentioned a poll, this is, this is a while back, and you mentioned a poll that didn't uh, speak so well of how uh, well uh, Trump was doing, and the next call is set up called you and said, John, that's a liberal poll. You can't you can't trust that. <laughs> well, now, I guess someone has put the word out that we can believe all the polls. Right, John? <laughs> so, uh, John, here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to give three conspiracy reasons to explain what's going on with the polls and one non-conspiracy reason. Okay. All right. First conspiracy reason would be the Democrats, you know, they control all the pollsters. They are trying to get Biden out so they are allowing the polls to be honest. Okay. Right? This show, right? So there's, there's one conspiracy reason, trying to force them out. Uh, second conspiracy reason is they're still rigging the polls, but Trump is, they have a limit. You know, in other words, they can only uh, rig it maybe three or four points. And Trump is so overwhelmingly popular that even though he's about five points ahead of Biden, he really should be about, 20 points ahead, if we're being honest. Yeah. And then the third one is that the polls are doing this, the Democrats are allowing the polls to go this way because they want to um, look like they're honest. They're going to try and fool the people into thinking the polls are honest. And then later on, as the election gets closer, you're going to start seeing Biden catch up because they're going to start rigging the polls again. And then, you know, the people, the, the, the public won't notice it because they were honest at first. And now uh, that they start rigging it again, it's, it's all in their, their plan that they're planning all this. Well, so, most uh, most Democrats, uh, from what I've been told and what I read, they don't want Biden to run because the, the right? uh, objection yeah. is that he's he's too old. 
th- th- that's yeah. that's really what what it boils down to. Uh, and and so yeah. I, th- th- how how would they get rid of them unless you know you're you're right. This, uh, it's one way to get rid of them. You want to think of conspiracy? Yeah. That's, that's yeah. the way. Yeah. Uh, now here's a non-conspiracy, John, about the polls. Yeah. Um, accurate polling is extremely difficult. If you if you hear any of the pollsters talk, it's very very difficult to do accurate polling. And w- w- what mostly what you get from a polls are trends. And you know if you didn't look at whether a poll was by a Republican group or, or a Democrat, you would find that they pretty much run in the same trends. So. Just my feeling is I, I think they do try to do it right for the most part because, you know, why would you want to sabotage your business, right, if you're a polling business, to make yourself uh, inaccurate, right? I just think it's very hard to do. And um, you, you look at the polls, you'll see that even when, uh, like in 2016, 2020, the difference between the what you might call a liberal poll and a Democrat poll, they weren't that much different. You know, they they were pretty much the same. I bet yeah. if you, know, you remove the names, you wouldn't be able to tell which yeah. which was which. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, I just find that interesting now that, uh, you know, you had talk show hosts that were telling you don't listen to them. Now they're coming on and saying how, you know, they're kind of bragging about how well Trump yeah. is doing. By the way, um, I am not the next Golden Bachelor. So, well, John, a lot of over seventy-year-old women are going to be very disappointed. <laughs> so you may you may be want to reconsider that. Uh, well, look, you know, if they contact me, I'll consider it. But uh, I'm I'm not the although I mean I'm surprised that show got better ratings than the regular Bachelor. So I watched it. It was pretty dramatic. I yeah, was, you know, I didn't think I would like it. It was yeah. really good, yeah. especially yeah. the ending. Yeah, so yeah, it was <laughs> we'll yeah. see. If if I'm going to be on, you'll be the first to know, Frank. Okay. All right, John. Thank you. <laughs> thank the, thank thanks you. for the call, <laughs> Bob and Kate May. Bob, good morning. Welcome back. Hey, John. Hey, uh, look, uh, Nikki Haley. Okay, so she's an absolute disaster. Okay. The, the, yeah, we we have our differences. My friend Craig and I, we have our differences versus Trump and DeSantis. They're both America first, solid conservatives when it comes right down to it. But Nikki Haley, uh, her, it's not original for me. I think a lot of your callers callers have heard it, but she's been described as Dick Cheney in high heels. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, she's she during a George after the George Floyd riots. Nikki Haley was was kissing up to the New York Times and to the liberals with her statement that we're all to blame for it, that we're all responsible for it. Okay, so you know she's she's a globalist. Okay, she's she she's not tough on the borders. Okay, I don't think she's going to be tough on protecting American jobs and free trade. All right. The, the establishment Republicans love her, okay? Uh, so, again, you know, I, I think we, uh, and, and again, the big money, the big donors are now going to, to Nikki Haley. They're off the DeSantis bandwagon. Yeah, this, okay, uh, they the, are. these Koch brothers, uh, they're pretty powerful. They are. Yeah, uh, I think only one of them is still alive. Yeah. But yeah. They, 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 and, and look, a lot of what, Americans for Prosperity believes and is good. They believe in lower taxes, limited government. They claim they believe for more individual freedom. All that is great. Uh, but, but 
when it comes to, to backing candidates and, and you know, the, the what, what they really look with the Koch brothers and, you know, they're, they're big business guys. They want cheap labor. They want open borders. They want complete free trade. Okay. So our, our decent paying manufacturing jobs get shipped overseas. So the, the fat cats, the Republican and Democrat fat cats on Wall Street are the ones that real benefit. The, our middle class gets wiped, wiped out. That's what, what Trump hit a nerve on. That was one of Trump's big, big campaign issues. And, and it, it, he hit the bullseye with it. Okay, So that, that's where we are with Nikki Haley. The unfortunate part of Nikki Haley is, and I, I do have to, to admit this, uh, you know, given her stance on abortion, she may be the most electable Republican candidate. I, I hate to say it. I really do. Because I, I, I think, I don't know what the hell we're fighting for when we jump on the Nikki Haley bandwagon. You know, what, what we're probably fighting for in that instance would be, okay, she's a hell of a lot better than any Democrat that would be elected. But, man, we're not going to get much of what we want. We're going to get no. born. We're going to get a lot of our troops and our, our, our treasure is going to be spent on Ukraine, on all these other foreign entanglements. Uh, our jobs are going to get continued to be getting offshored. Uh, you know, our middle class is going to continue to, to, to get beat up and the borders will not get closed. So that's that's the deal with Nikki Haley. What do you think? What do you think of this? A Trump Haley ticket? Well, you know, in terms of in terms of policy, in terms of, of like, do they are they on the same yeah, he, are they he, on the same? He gets the nomination. I understand. Yeah, he picks I, I understand what president. you're getting yeah. at. It, it balances the ticket. Yes, it gives the, the, the Trump is still weak with with the female votes. Yes, I get that. Yeah, and uh, it's probably a good idea, John. But what what I hate about it though is that, like a lot of Trump's personnel in the first term. They all, like Nikki Haley would be di- tremendously opposed to most of Trump's fundamental policies. Yeah. That's, that's the issue. Yeah. Okay. And, and you know, we, we get a, an 80-year-old Donald Trump elected, you know, with with, uh, you got it. Number two here, with his health situation. I mean, yeah. he's, he's vibrant now, but he's still 80 and... You know, kind of overweight, right? Uh, yeah. You just wonder, are we electing another George Bush or Dick Cheney that is going to stab the conservative movement in the back? That's that's yeah. what I worry about. But she, she brim, you know, the, the, the truth is, you know, look, this abortion issue, uh, it's a wedge issue that works for the Democrats. The, the voter participate, it gets these, these, these the, the female votes in a lot of these swing states are really, really drawn out. They really get, you know, Madison, Wisconsin, as I mentioned a few weeks ago, liberal city, had an 80% voter turnout in the 2022 election. Okay, so that 
that kills Republican chances in the yeah. swing states. Yeah. You know, that's that's the problem. You know, we're yeah. in, and you know, and look, you know, I hate to say this about DeSantis too. I mean, his five or six week abortion ban, the country's not there. No, I'm there. No, I'm there. I'm fully there, but the country isn't there. So what you get when you try to you try to force legislation down the throats of people, you get a backlash, and then you get people that just want to open the door to abortion again, completely open it. So, you know, we need to be realistic. You know, we need to be able to elect people that will change people's hearts and will will keep the uh, the open open door abortionist at bay. You know, yeah. but we're not doing yeah. that now with with yeah. this this five and six weeks abortion. Yeah, that, uh, that's true. The country isn't there yet. Doing it. No, no. I, I have a friend in Delaware. And, and she's absolute rock solid conservative, absolutely smart woman. Okay, she's told told me she, she'd never vote for DeSantis after the five week ban. Okay, yeah, and and, and was on board with DeSantis like a hundred percent. Yeah, before before that, so you know that's just that's just the reality of it. Okay, we 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 we, we can't force people's hearts and minds to change through legislation we need we, we, we need an, an awakening a religious awakening it, it, you can't legislate it that's Just right can't. that's right can't legislate yeah. morality no absolutely right. bob thanks for the call appreciate it talk where the purpose is the show saturdays nine till noon wpg talk radio 95.5 i'm john damassey we'll talk to uh, after the break george then mary and then craig and maybe you at 609-407-1450. Coming back with more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC, Brokers International Financial Services LLC is not an affiliated company. Your WPG Atlantic City Electric AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. This afternoon, it's going to be mostly cloudy, but mild, high 64. Mild with periods of rain tonight, low 49. Occasional rain and drizzle tomorrow, high 59 to wrap the weekend. Come Monday, we've got times of clouds and sun, high 54. Clouds and sun on Tuesday, start of noticeably chillier weather, high 48. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. 
Back here on Talk With a Purpose. If you want to listen to any of our shows at any time, you can. That's right. It's called On Demand, the radio version. All you do is Google John DeMassey Podcasts, and all of the shows come up. 201. Boy, that's a lot of shows. Do I remember what I talked about on show 167? No. <laughs> but you can find out. Google John DeMassey Podcast, and all the shows come up so you can listen to any of them at any time, whatever you want. Talk with the purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Let's talk to George and AC. George, good morning. Welcome. Well, how are you? And welcome back. And I'm sorry to hear that you got a little uh, ill there, but you're recovering. Yeah, well, it's it's better today than it was yesterday. Couldn't have done the show yesterday. <laughs> so it's it's all good. Anyway, I have a question because I, I'm a little perplexed. And I, and I just don't know what's going to happen, so I figured I would ask you what your thoughts are. Okay. And and uh, since Craig is on, I'd really like to hear his, his thoughts as well. Look, in my mind, Trump's going to be the nominee on the Republican side, so unless something really radical happens in one of these court situations. Right. But, uh, but I think that he's got enough legal savvy to delay everything enough that I can't imagine him being found guilty of anything before the election. Uh, I that, agree. That, I agree with that. Okay. So if it, if with all the legal maneuvers and whatever, I mean, like, first of all, hey, all the way up to the Supreme Court, if he has to, because he's got like four cases going on at one time. Let's be realistic. Yeah. Okay. So, so unless something unbelievable happens, he's the nominee. Okay. On the Democrat side, Biden's not going anywhere. In my mind, he's there, locked, stock. He's not moving. He's not budging in any way, no how. But the Democrats is a party. I mean, they have a survival mode. I mean, do you think that they're going to let this happen without some kind of a battle royale that's going to take place over the next few months? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I think that most Democrats don't want Biden to run. But they're kind of like between a rock and a hard place. They, what do we do? Do we tell them to resign? Do we tell them uh, health? Do we, what do we do? And will he do it? And if he doesn't, then they're stuck. And I think they're concerned that they're going to lose the election. So well, I, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, I, 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 I don't. But but I don't think they're going to like. If it comes down to Joe, you got to you got to drop out. I don't think they've got the guts enough to do that. So I think they're going to let him ride out. That's what I, yeah, I mean. and maybe as a mob family, they have enough on enough people. That, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a factor, too. Yeah. I mean, it's not like this happened overnight with the Bidens, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, All yeah. right, have a good day. You too, George. Thanks for the call. Mary and Marlton. Mary, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Good morning. I would like to encourage people to watch the interview of Marjorie Taylor Greene with Tucker Carlson, and it highlights just how dire the situation is. I, I really can't, I don't think people can afford to be glib right now. And I, I mean, it really is this serious when you listen to the conversation. Well, can you, uh, can, you, can you give us like a, a summary of what, what was in this interview? 
Well, she describes what's actually happening in Washington, D.C., how she has been mischaracterized, how she's risked everything, including her health, her future, um, uh, even her life, but the possibility of being canceled over speaking the truth. If we look back over the last couple of years, our parks were closed. You could be arrested if you took your child outside to play. We found out that the masks didn't work. We found out that the shots were meaningless except to make money for big pharma. We were told that unless you agreed that there was more than two genders, you could possibly lose your job and you were going to be reprogrammed at work and at school to start believing this way, that there's a lack of moral conscience. There are people in government who will do anything to remain in government and they don't believe in a heaven or a hell. They don't believe there's a power greater than themselves. So they'll just say anything that comes to mind for a narcissist to stay, pardon me, to stay in power. And she gives more specific instances. She speaks about bills that have come up, for instance, funding Ukraine at the expense of the United States, that we think borders should be closed in Israel. Well, they think borders should be closed in Israel in Congress, yet they won't even admit that the border is open in the United States of America. So, again, like, I don't remember all the specifics, but those are just the things that come to mind for me. And when we see that people like her, she was just a, a woman who had a business she bought from her parents have risked every single thing in their life. Also, people like Charlie Kirk, Thomas Sowell, Nigel Farage, Jordan Peterson. I could go on and on. These happen to be Christian people. I believe they're all Christians, and maybe there's a Jewish person in there, I'm not sure. But they're all Christian people who have a conscience. They know the Ten Commandments. They try to do the best of their ability to live by those Ten Commandments. And so to risk everything because you believe you have a conscience that says, I have to do the right thing. And we can look back in history when people did this. You know, the Christians were thrown to the, uh, in the arena to be eaten by lions because of what they believed. So I really would encourage people, uh, her demeanor was just impeccable. Uh, Tucker asked her tough questions and she didn't shy away from anything. So again, the interview with Marjorie Taylor Green that was done by Tucker Carlson. My final point is for anybody who's a Christian and standing up for Israel, stand up for Christians around the world. There's genocide happening everywhere to Christians as well. And when we see what's happening in the United States of America, when they closed down our churches and priests were being arrested if they if they distributed communion out in the parking lot, these are really serious infringements on our rights. Uh, our beaches were closed, and yet people have such short memories, especially in New Jersey, because they pretty much voted all the same people back in power. Um, you can be arrested now for being a dissident based upon false dossiers. It's, it, again, like, I am not as eloquent as she is, and I have a cold right now, <laughs> but I would encourage everybody to watch the interview. Well, well, and to pray for conversions, like the gentleman from BLM. We have to pray for more conversions, where people start seeing things from a moral perspective and wanting to save the United States of America. Well, Mary, uh, very well said, and thanks a lot for the call. We appreciate it, and uh, certainly it's an interview that I will uh, look up and try to watch it as soon as I can. 
Craig is in Northfield. Craig, good morning. Welcome back. Well, thank you, John. And what a great call that was. Yes, it was. You know, and for those people that don't know, uh, you know, most of the people that were on the Constitution, they were chased down like dogs. They were bankrupt. So, you know, you look at the guy with my pillow. Look how these people have been yeah, attacked. Yeah. Look at Elon Musk this past week. Uh, you know, uh, they uh, Disney came after him and said we're not advertising. That is a financial espionage uh, to to what's being going on yep. there. But uh, I, I, I do want to talk about because we had two people mention my name, Nikki Haley. Let's talk about her real quick. You know, um, Donald J. Trump supported the lieutenant governor who is now the governor of her state. And and, and the, the only way that he could be governor was to get Nikki out of that state. So Donald Trump, because the lieutenant governor gave Donald Trump a lot of support. Nikki Haley supported Marco Rubio, if anybody recalls. And to this day, Nikki Haley does not support Donald J. Trump. Okay, but uh, the point being is, is that Donald Trump says, well, I'll get her out of there. I got just the job for her. What do you think he gave her? He gave her that U.N. job, right? Yes, yes. So now let's talk about people. Everybody says how smart she was. No, 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 no. The only job you have at the U.N. is to raise your hand, okay, to what the president told you to. Yeah. So she took direct orders from Donald J. Trump. Yeah. And and, and so um, when we get back to that January 6th thing, and, 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 and I, I do want to say this, uh, the other call, I forgot what he was talking about, but uh, on the January 6th thing, if you remember, anybody with an Indian dress, did you see that guy with the the, the Indian head thing and yeah. the spear? And all, well, well, not the spear, but the American flag. Well, now you got it on video since the January 6th tapes have been released, okay, by Johnson, that the police allowed him to walk out of the Capitol building, okay, and, and go on. And he was being interviewed. He go, they just let you out? He goes, yeah, I didn't do anything. They just let me go. So, you know, this goes back to what we're talking about here. And that woman that was just on, again, from Marlton, I just want to say, she mentioned Jordan Peterson from Canada, the psychologist. And for those people that don't know, they they are actually making him go back to a retraining camp mentally. Okay, here's one of the most brilliant psychiatrists, okay, or psychologists in in the world, and because he doesn't come up with that narrative, the Disney, excuse me, in my opinion, the Disney narrative, the Black Rock, the Vanguard narrative, okay, then that's where you see we have the problems. And if anybody recalls, John, you weren't here, but you know, down in San Francisco, they cleaned up all the, the street for Chi. And they didn't put the American flags down the street. Okay, Newsom put the Chinese flags down the street. <laughs> and so during that meeting, there was BlackRock and Vanguard, and they actually told Chi how it was going to run. And for those people that don't know, Chi backed up a little bit. He came he came to, to California with his tin cup because guess what? China's not doing so well right now. And, and so be careful. We're going to be okay. Donald Trump... Okay, is the leader. Nikki Haley is never going to touch Donald Trump. He's get she's getting all that money right now. Don't forget, she sits on the board of Boeing, I believe. Oh, that's nice. Did I need to say any more than that no, with those helicopters? No, you don't. No, you don't. Okay, you know what those war machines are. Oh. See, that was the first thing she did was when she got done at the UN. 
right there. She was on the board of. You know what kind of money that is? Oh, I, yeah, I, I know very well. Right. So, you know, listen, we got a lot of people. They're talking about the draft. You know, right now, Russia. Though, for those people who don't know, they're bringing one hundred and seventy thousand more people into their army right now. That's that's Putin talking right now. Yeah. Nikki Haley would like that same thing. Don't forget, she's a, a Bush warmonger. George W. Bush, the second Bush president, yeah, he visited those hospitals as he should because he created all those memes of those people that lost their limbs. Mm-hmm. How many how many wars and, and, and limbs did, did occur during Donald J. Trump, Seth Grossman? You know, we got to protect our youth. We can't have our kids come back into this country, okay, without arms and legs and to be psychologically destroyed. That's right. I'll leave you with that. That's thing. right. Thanks, thanks, Craig, for the call. Yeah, that's a sobering thought, but it's true. Talk for the purposes of the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. We uh, are coming back. Let's see. We have a couple of minutes left of hour number two. We'll wrap that up, and we'll talk to Tom and AC. Maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450. Back with more Talk With a Purpose after these words. Joe Yalkovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness spend or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And we're back here on Talk With a Purpose, 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio. Let's talk to Tom and AC. Tom, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Hi, hi, John. Welcome back. Thank you. And I just, I just want to preface by saying I'm a long-time listener, but I don't believe I've ever called your show. I like to listen, and I don't like my voice. So, and my, <laughs> name is, my name is Tom DeGatto, and I live in Bungalow Park of Atlantic City. Your upcoming show this hour, that's why I tried to get in before, is very important. There is an overpopulation of feral cats loose in Atlantic City, through no fault of their own. They're from back in the COVID days where people had pets, and then they couldn't afford them, and they just let them out. And you can't get any help from the Highness uh, Levinson. Because he has a hatred of feral cats. He said it on your show. He, he spoke about it on other shows. I'm involved in my neighborhood. I have about 13 to 15 feral cats that I provide for. And I used Jane 
Iberson's Animal Network. She's called in on your show. She had a, you had a segment with her talking with Levinson, and he even admitted he dislikes, he's supposed to be an animal loving. You hear the dogs bark in the background, all this other stuff. It's the feral cats that need to help. They're the lesser of all God's creatures, for God's sakes. They didn't ask to be put on this earth and live in Atlantic City or anyplace else. It's all over the place. The whole Atlantic County, there are areas where, where there's all these feral cats, and they're starving to death out there. I will not call animal control because they capture them and they kill them. I don't believe in that. I'm a Christian. I believe I have to answer to God. And I'm going to do all I can for my fellow human beings and animals. And I feed... I've been doing this since 2014, and I had to have a hip replaced in 2019, and I, what am I going to do with all these cats? And I, I knew a, a lady named Rebecca Cooney Williams who feeds cats on the boardwalk, and there was another lady, Tracy Gregor, that, that do all this out of their own time. They, they get these cat cats, they capture them, they get them spayed and neutered, and that's what you need, spay and neuter, and it's extremely expensive to do that. And there aren't as many vets as there used to be. This is a, a serious problem trying to get this all out real fast. But don't take this lightly about Lori Young, because she's, she's an animal advocate. Her whole life has been for help, uh, helping animals. Don Guardian is going to do something about this, because you can't depend on His Highness Denny Levinson. Don Guardian has to do something with the legislator on, on providing laws for citizens to get a cat, you just can't have cats and dogs, and then like, you have to be responsible for them. They have to be licensed. There has to be some kind of regulations. The city does nothing about it. His Highness, uh, the mayor, uh, it's a great day, and, and, and there are so many problems that aren't being addressed. He was supposed to have Olympic Avenue, um, was on the radio last week. It was going to start on the 27th. How many times has he said they were going to start paving? It's still, they're still not doing it. So, I mean, you can't depend on the local government of, of Mayor Small. It's a disgrace. How big? I've been, here, my, uh, I've been here 69 years. I've been here born and bred in Atlantic City. And I've never seen it in this, this the condition that it's in now. How big, how, how big is the problem, though? How, how many cats would you figure? I'm telling you, there's got to be right now today. If you were to drive around different neighborhoods, there's about a handful of people who are actually feeding the cats, but that's not the problem. They've got to be captured, spayed, and neutered. There's at least 200 cats in the city right now. Oh, oh. I, I'm telling you, look, oh. they can call me my address. I'm going to get it over here. I can give you my name, what I just did. But my address, my name is, I've been dealing with this since 2014. Where a neighbor of mine had a couple of stray cats, she said. I was never a cat person. My wife and I always had dogs. And she was going to nursing home and she was supposed will you please give me your word? You'll look after these cats till I come back. I said, sure. I didn't know she was never going to come back. They went, she went into the nursing home and was diagnosed with the late stage Alzheimer's. She was gone in a month. Oh boy. And then I started feeding these cats. And the thing is, if they're not spayed or neutered, they multiply like yeah, that. Yeah, that's the problem. And I got yeah. in over my head. I didn't know what to do, but I found this lady, Rebecca, who was feeding cats on, on the boardwalk in New York. She had her own little colony there. And, and the network came over. They had some grants. They captured, eventually got them all captured. All have been spayed and neutered. They get rabies shots. 
I had chips put in the back of the neck where they could identify to my uh, um, property. And then it's, it's controlled on my block. It's controlled. You don't see any kittens anymore because they're not able to reproduce. All right, Tom, uh, we got to got to run. We're coming up against the clock here, coming up on uh, 11 o'clock. And we'll talk more about that with Lori Young and Don Guardian in the 11 o'clock hour. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Hour number two in the books. Hour number three with Lori Young on the way. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Hour number three, Talk with a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And as the man said, I'm John DeMassey. Good to have her with us, and we welcome her into the show, Lori Young, who I guess... You're an animal advocate? Is that what you would be called? Yeah, well, an animal advocate, activist, just trying to do humane things for pets. Okay, all right. As many of us are. Okay. Or should be. <laughs> so I, I have a list in front of me here of sure. what, what the costs are. Mm-hmm. And we're told that maybe you want the county to pay for this. No, that's... that's but, but, yeah. but that's not what you really want what what do you what do you want the county to do because as you said when you were on when don guardian was on we don't have an animal neutering program so what do you want the county to do well the county we are we are already paying john you know we all pay high taxes and you live in you live in uh, uh, Coverage, only, uh, hello Brig- brigantine uh, I, I won't even go there with brigantine <laughs> yeah no don't go there because uh, i won't yeah, go there that, that's a sore spot oh i'll tell you even me i, I lived in atlantic city for 22 years my taxes went from six thousand to eight thousand to ten thousand so then when i moved onto the mainland um i mean i'm paying Twelve, thirteen thousand a year in taxes. Whoa. I hear yes. See, so it's and the bottom line is I don't, I don't mind, John. We don't mind being, um, you know, residents of Atlantic County, paying for the schools, paying for the police, paying for the firemen. So very, very important, and everything else, you know, the DPW trash or whatever. But I think many of the listeners do not understand, and I'm. Look, I'm a taxpayer. I do not want my taxes to go up for anything, uh, for anything that's implemented that we have to pay extra for. We're already paying over the top. We already pay as residents of Atlantic County. We already pay for the Atlantic County Animal Shelter. We pay for this. It's a building that's already built. Okay. Yes. Why they have not. Um, uh, implemented a spay neuter clinic in all these years. We've gone through the process with all of the politicians, the powers that be, um, and they just will not do it. It is more expensive. Our tax dollars, it's more expensive for us as taxpayers to pay for animal control, trapping the animals that are over reproducing, okay? Feeding them in the shelter, taking care of them medically, um, and eventually what it comes down to is euthanizing them. It's twice as much 
as spaying and neutering. So why Atlantic County hasn't done this is beyond myself and many other people that maybe are not animal lovers. And many people are not. I understand that. Okay, but uh, let me understand this now. So you're saying that you're going to you're going to pay for this not you but your organization no we atlanta county's already paying for this we just want to see them take some of that dollars that are being oh. allocated our tax dollars that are being allocated to the shelter and use it toward it's a, it's going to be one room and it's it's not a building we already have the building we've paid for this building as taxpayers uh, i've seen the building <laughs> Yes. I've seen it. Yeah. And some of the space there, John, I've been in it many times. You know, I've done segments there and so on and so forth. It's not utilized. It's wasted space. If they would just take, if we could convince them, and hopefully with Don Guardian, you know, helping us, if we could convince them just to allocate one room for the procedure, for the surgery, and another room just for the recovery, that's all we need. Cape May County does it. They're very successful. They implemented a very aggressive spay and neuter program. And you know what? So if we look here, um, if people can go online and get this, and I'm going to share this with you right here, John. Uh, this is New Jersey <coughs> Department of Health Infectious and Zoonotic Disease Program. Okay, it's based on 2021. They have to update it. But um, what happens? Um, what happens is that Atlantic County, which is embarrassing, is third in the state for euthanasia. Okay, uh, Cape May County is way down at the bottom because they again they out they they implemented a very strong spay and neuter clinic, and the taxpayers don't pay for it. So, so let me see if I understand this. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, well, I have a, a price list here in front of me. So let's take weight up to 50 pounds. A dog, right. A female dog mm-hmm. is $110. Yes. Now, you're saying that we should take the money that is allocated to the shelter mm-hmm. and just put that money towards this. Well, is it's, that, is it, that what you're... It's not going... Yeah, it's not going... Here's the thing, okay? So we have a weight up to 50 pounds, 110. People can't afford that. We have a weight 51 to 80 pounds for a female dog, 147. And the weight uh, of 81 pounds to 99 pounds. Now, this is, again, Humane Society of Atlanta County. They do a great job also. That's $181. People don't have the money to pay for that. We've already allocated money toward this okay what they're you they, they rather use it for animal control sheltering the animal i'm reiterating again sheltering the animal uh feeding the animal and then eventually euthanasia is far more expensive than spay and neuter so, so we when you say we mm-hmm. who are you talking Atl- about Atlant- i'm talking about atlantic county, atlantic county. yeah okay. our residents all of so, us okay so so you're saying we have this money mm-hmm. we're just not allocating it properly exactly Oh. And we're not doing what we should be doing. Well, what would it take to do it? People saying yes, people in particular. And and we have gone through. that's it? That's it, John. It's an easy peasy. (laughs) Here. here I thought this was a big rigmarole. No. No. Okay. John, and and here's the thing. You know, our dogs are in control. I've had had dogs all my life. I had Basset Hounds and Shepherd. My last guy was a Shepherd. I don't know if you've had any pets in your life. Okay. And as I said, not everybody's a pet person. I totally understand that. And if you're not, you're not. But 
as human beings, we still have to be humane. We don't want to see homeless people out there. I do not. Um, so if my tax dollars are going for a lot of tchotchke things that we don't need, I don't even know where my tax dollars are allocated to. They take it, John, like our, like our, our federal taxes. Um, am I, I don't know if I'm on anymore. Yeah, you're on. Okay. Yeah. Our federal taxes. Um, we don't know. It's going here. It's going there. All we, when I say we, the taxpayers in Atlanta County that would like to see this spay and neuter clinic implemented want to do is take some of these dollars and enforce a strong, aggressive spay and neuter clinic because the cats on the street that are living there, they're multiplying, multiplying, they're dying. We had a caller right before you came on. Did you hear it? I was listening a little bit, but I didn't hear too much of it. Right, Right before you came on. Uh, right before 11 o'clock. Okay. He said, I live in Atlantic City all my life. And he said, this is a problem. These cats under the boardwalk, whatever he called them, I mean, they're, they're <laughs> it's a problem. It, John, it's a problem. What happened is Alley Cat Allies came in and Don Gordian, um, is, do we have Don on the line yes, yet? Yes, we do. Oh, great. Okay. I'm not going to waste my time. No, <laughs> not wasting my time, but I'll uh, finish. All right. Let's, uh, let's bring him on. Don Gordon. Let's bring Don on, on. Yeah. He's on the line. Don, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. You're on again. <laughs> good morning, uh, John. It's great to be back on Talk With a Purpose. And I certainly want to commend you and Town Square Media for inviting a uh, competitive station uh, host, Uh Onto your station and onto this program today because the issue we're talking about has nothing to do with ratings. It has to do with uh, health and care for animals. So yes. uh, that, that, that's where I wanted to start. Um, uh, I, I uh, have to tell you that I was kind of shocked a couple of weeks ago when Lori uh, called in and said that we didn't have a free uh, spade and neuter uh, program. Um, I, I lived in a number of counties before moving down here in 89. And uh, although I, I was involved with the boardwalk uh, project uh, of uh, spaying and neutering uh, when we had hundreds, I, I think we were almost a thousand at one point mm-hmm. underneath the boardwalk mm-hmm. uh, cats. And uh, all these volunteers did a tremendous program over, I guess, six, seven, eight years. Um, and and there, there isn't an issue today. So now talking to Laurie, I, I think I got a, a much better idea of what happens. I, I don't think anyone is going to question that you need to have a free spay and neuter program because there's no question that we have a problem, uh, certainly in Atlantic City, but uh, I would uh, estimate all over Atlantic County. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll start with cats and then move on to dogs. So uh, talking to Laurie, as a matter of fact, that the week after we were lucky um uh, Brian Hackett is a friend of both myself and and Lori. Mm -hmm. Uh, He has been heading up uh, programs to help animals in New Jersey uh, for the last 10 years or so. And Brian is the guy that's in uh, uh, Trenton every time I'm there. Whenever there is any legislation that he's pushing to help animals, he's there, you know, and he brings 40, 50 people to make sure there's no legislator that gets to uh, their, their meeting without a first uh, uh, hearing from 40s to say. So Brian came down. It's the first time I was able to talk to Brian and Laurie. Uh, you pretty much covered uh, the issue in the last uh, 10 minutes is that there's no issue here. We need to have a, a, a location, 
uh, and a funding so we can do this. I did have the opportunity through uh, Lori to contact Judy Davis. She is the one who runs the Cape May program. And I, I mentioned her only because, you know, when you're starting something, you should always look at best practices of other people. And I think just about everyone says Cape May is a real good uh, county to look at, at what they do. And, and what they do is indeed uh, every Thursday, uh, they have a nonprofit organization and they provide the funding to spay and neuter cats. Now for dogs, because of their size and the amount of time that it takes for a dog to get spayed and ne or neutered and then the recovery time, they don't do it at the clinic. They actually provide the funding to send them to, to private uh, offices uh, to, to uh, receive the practice. Mm -hmm. uh, where do they get the funding? Through donations. They have one uh, sugar daddy. Uh, I, I think it's a sugar <laughs> mama to be, be uh, more specific, although I don't know what terms we're allowed to use anymore. But uh, <laughs> someone who is very gracious with giving a lot of bucks. Uh, because uh. they believe in the program. Mm -hmm. So uh, the point here is I, I think um, that seems to be the, the, the good program. I know that Lori has shared with me uh, the good work that the Humane Society and Atlanta County Shelter does in other areas, but not with providing uh, the free service that we're looking for. So uh, we're uh, a, a bit of a crunch right now in Trenton until uh, the end of the year. Uh, because it's lame duck and everyone is coming with, with literally several hundred uh, bills that they're trying to get passed in the next uh, two or three weeks. But um, I promised Laurie, and as soon as uh, the new year uh, comes about, um, I, either with Laurie or by myself, I'll get down to Cape May, and then I'll visit both the Maine Society and Atlanta County Shelter. Um, I think the issue right now is for me is uh, how much is it going to cost? Uh, you know, what do you think the need is to start a program every Thursday to provide uh, free uh, spay and neutering? Mm -hmm. And then how do we get the uh, animals, the cats in this case, to the location to yeah. be able to do that? Uh, I, I think in the next week or two, three weeks, uh, we'll find out what that cost is, and then uh, we'll go out and get some funding. Where, where do I think the money can come from? Um, not, not, not anymore from tax dollars, uh, at least not from, uh, you know, the individual property tax owner. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think we'll be asking either the main, uh, uh, society shelter or the Atlantic County shelter to give us the space that we need, uh, for, uh, uh, yeah, that's what Lori was saying. Yeah. yeah, she was saying that. Right, right. Yeah. Yes, and I, I think there's a couple of different programs. One is, uh, I recently I talked to uh, uh, my good friend who seems to be in, in uh, the most knowledgeable in finding grants. And he is personally now uh, looking at, it really takes him a couple of days before he finds out if there's money there. Number two is uh, the governor has a discretionary fund. Every, every governor has it. It's substantial um, because uh, uh, Vince Palestine and myself, Claire Swift, have a, have a, a, a working relationship with the governor and uh, we uh, meet with his staff on, on a, a monthly basis. This is certainly going to be the topic there to find out if we get some funding for a year 
to be able to provide this service. And then I think with Lori, uh, working with uh, some of our businesses here in At- Atlantic City in particular, and uh, our gaming properties, is to have a fundraiser for a couple of purposes. One, to make sure people are aware of the need, and two, to give people the opportunity uh, to, to be able to uh, contribute to being able, even if they're only going to spay or neuter one animal, it certainly is going to be a help there. And I I think long-term, especially with uh, Lori's commitment to uh, helping animals uh, all over, everywhere, but specifically Atlantic County, I I, I think this is uh, doable for all of us. Um, It's just uh, a a crime that we haven't uh, addressed it so far. And then I think uh, right with this, I, I haven't even talked to Lori about this, but I think the next thing is we need to find the funding so that we become a no-kill shelter. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I, I understand uh, there's some animals that we're just not going to be able to find homes for, but uh, uh, new, uh, um, whatever the term is to kill them. There's, a, there's always a nice government term. Yeah, euthanasia. Euthanasia, yeah, I know. Government is great. Whenever it's really bad, they come up with another term so it doesn't sound like what (laughs) they're really doing. Yeah, that's right. Euthanizing sounds so healthy and humane. That's what we want to do. I know, I know. I'm sorry for being uh, uh, sarcastic. Don, you you mentioned finding the money, but according to Lori, uh, the money is already there. Mm -hmm. You just have to reallocate it to somewhere else. Right. Is that possible? Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. What I wanted to do is I wanted to come up with some other uh, sources of funding. So uh, when we meet with the, the county and, and some of the commissioners, we're not just uh, another individual calling with a handout saying, right. give us money or right. reallocate other money. Right. Let's see what we can bring to them and then let's see what they can put in the pot. Because uh, I think what Lori made very clear and, and uh, Brian Hackett was it costs a lot more money to one uh, to maintain uh, yes. an animal because yes. they haven't been neuter spade, mm-hmm. and then it's very expensive to, uh, uh, to to kill an animal. So so true, so true, Don. And the problem is that to have um, animal control, to capture the cat, to bring them into the uh, Atlantic County Animal Shelter, to to vet them, to feed them, to shelter them, and then finally to euthanize them is double the price of what it would cost to have a free spay neuter clinic. In fact, in fact, tax dollars would probably go down. And people need to realize that because we're already paying for this. That's right. Right. I think, Lori, that's a great point. So even if you don't care about cats or dogs and you don't have any interest in spading and neutering, uh, the point is everyone's concerned about paying less taxes Mm -hmm. and using tax dollars more wisely. And this certainly makes a lot of sense. And since we can look to Morris County and... uh, Cape May County, and, yeah. and the, uh, as a matter of fact, Ocean County and, and Tom's River, Ocean. which has their mm-hmm. own uh, uh, animal uh, humane uh, clinic. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's no reason. As a matter of fact, it's just an embarrassment we haven't uh, gotten there. Yes. Um, but, you know, um, it, it just shows that uh, uh, radio shows, a talk radio, is alive and, and has a value <laughs> because if it wasn't for this, I, I wouldn't have known, and I wouldn't be uh, able to uh, bring this to a lot of other people's attention. Well, thank you to John DeMassey for taking my call that day. He opened up the Pandora's box, right, Don? <laughs> all right, we're, we're, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, we were talking about all the uh, political stuff that uh, we could we could go on for another hour and a half, especially <laughs> after this week with the 
that not having the guts to even put some of these bills uh, onto the floor where they just, you know, we sat through three hours of sessions Ugh. of people talking and then uh, no one had the guts to uh, to vote on it. So um, anyway, let, let's stay with uh, animal control where we can do something. <laughs> we're about we're this, coming up so. on a break, Don. So we're going to take a break here. Hang on. Uh, Don Guardian is with us. Our assemblyman, Lori Young, is here, animal advocate. And we're talking about spaying and neutering dogs and cats. Okay, and we're going to make it happen. 609-407-1450 if you have questions for Lori or for Don. 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. More with Lori and Don and Talk With a Purpose after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC, Brokers International Financial Services LLC is not an affiliated company. Holiday gift baskets and fruit baskets galore. That's what you'll find at BF Mazio. BF Mazio, best of the press for gift baskets nine years in a row, has the perfect way to celebrate the holidays for friends and family far and wide. Go to bfmazio.com for a complete selection. Plus, there's a variety of holiday sides. You do the meal, we'll do the rest. That's the motto of BF Mazio. BF Mazio, 601 New Road, Northfield. And always online at bfmazio.com. Happy holidays from BF Mazio. We are back here on Talk With a Purpose, 609-407-1450, our number in the studio. Don Guardian is someone. He's our guest with Lori Young, who is an animal advocate. And we're talking about spaying and neutering cats and dogs. And will it happen in Atlantic County? We'll see. Lori, uh, do you have a number you can give out or... Yeah, I, I'll just give a, you know, I'll, I'll give my <laughs> my personal number. Here we go, because it's okay. It's worth it. It is 609-334-6051. I don't call myself often, John, so sometimes yeah. we don't remember. 609-334-6051. And my email is L-O-R-R-Y-P-A-T-L-E-N-Y-O-U-N-G at Comcast.net. We'll give that again later. Okay. And, John, thank you for the opportunity today. You're, you're quite welcome. To get this out there and to, you know, to speak with Don. Don is just a wonderful humanitarian. He's terrific. And um, that's why I went. We tried everything in the county. We didn't get anywhere at all. We went through all the paces, you know, the rescue groups, myself. So I said, okay. you know, so I'm going to go state level. So, that's so, so, Don, uh, what is it going to take for this to happen? Um, we're going to uh, figure out how much it's going to cost to do this for a year. And then I'm going to find uh, some money from uh, 
both the uh, state uh, government that can uh, uh, help with the uh, funding, find out uh, what we can do with the county. And, you know, uh, I am not speaking for Denny Levinson. Uh, he's been elected for 20 or 30 years or something like that because <laughs> he's always run on a campaign that he does not spend money. You know, uh, he has his lunch money from when he went to high school. Uh, <laughs> and things like that. And uh, people, people are very proud of that. Uh, but in this particular case, we do need money. Right. I am guessing that he doesn't have it, so it's going to be easy to find him some funding. Uh, the county has a good reputation on programs they do. Um, so we're going to do that, and then we're going to do some fundraising long-term. So I think that just makes sense. And I'll help Lori not just with this, right. but all the other causes that she's concerned with. Whether we're trying to take care of horses during the, the yes. winter season yeah, or finding homes. or mm-hmm. I, I'm sure that there's a list of, of items there. So I think from our, that's from our part. Uh, for me, by the way, our legislative office number is uh, 609, and it's 677 8266. It's a 677-8266. Now, uh, Senator Vince Palestina, um, Assemblyman Claire Swift, and myself all operate out of this uh, same number. We have the same staff. That's why we uh, feel that we're very effective. And, uh, you know, if you're calling and English is a second language, uh, our staff speaks Spanish and Hindi and Pakistani <laughs> and Bangladesh and uh, uh, Mandarin, and I may be leaving out one or two, but okay. uh, we're, we're very good at making you feel comfortable, and we're located both in uh, uh, Egg Harbor Township um, as well as right on Atlantic Avenue. So um, if, if, if someone wants to call on some other issue, that, that's great, too. But uh, today, you know, I wanted to, to uh, concentrate with Lori on uh, a, a very simple issue. Let, let's figure out how we can get a spade clinic. Let's make sure that we can get it opened every week, that it's easy to, to get to, and that we have the funding. And obviously, I need to rely on Lori to mm-hmm. find out uh, whether we uh, set up a, a nonprofit or whether we tap into Cape May, seeing if they're interested. And then I'm assuming Lori right. has great contacts with some of the uh, uh, medical staff yes. that we're going to need. The veterinarians, that's a toughie because... Okay, we're, we're, we uh, got a lot of folks who want to talk to Lori and Don. Lucia in Galloway. Lucia, good morning. You're on Talk With a Purpose. Lori Young and uh, Don Guardian. Hi, Lucia. Thank you for calling. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, yeah, I, I have been listening to everything that, that you've been saying here, and uh, I've been doing cat rescue for over 20 years. Yeah. I use the Spain Neuter Clinic um, at the Humane Society in Atlantic County. Uh, they're fabulous. They do a wonderful service for the county, and, and I uh, I couldn't say enough good things about them. Um, so about additional spay and neuter, absolutely, we need more. We need more. We need cheaper. We need more accessible. We need more often. We need all of that. Um, I, I quite agree with that. But I think we also need to look at what happens after you spay and neuter these animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I work with cats exclusively. Um, I don't do TNR because I don't see the benefit of releasing a cat onto the streets back where it came from in Atlantic City to fend for itself. So I'm just asking that we extend what your program is thinking about into what do we do with these cats or dogs after they're spayed and neutered? 
it's just not uh, um, workable to just return them to back back to where they came from. Um, a, a, a shelter that is no kill is going to fill up. Um, you're not going to have enough room for all of the cats that can't go back on the street. So have you thought about that? Uh, Do you have any insight into that? Yes, Lucia, thank you for calling. And you have a great reputation as far as rescue. Yes, I mean, I, I feel, here's an example, okay? I was in a doctor's office the other day. The technician said, we were talking about spay and neuter. She was a technician in South Carolina in a cat shelter. She said they had so many, they had such an overpopulation in cats. I'm just centering on cats now because many dogs have the same issue, but they're more in a controlled situation. Uh, but the cats are not, as you know, Lucia. The bottom line was that they implemented an extremely aggressive spay and neuter clinic. Within a year and a half, they shut down the clinic because they didn't have enough cats coming in. As an outcome of now, she told me that I was I was I wasn't stunned because I know we may not see the decline in the population right away. But I believe within two to three years, we're going to see it. There are not going to be that many cats on the street after spaying and neuter to return. You know, we can do something as far as having an aggressive adoption program. Um, and, and that's what I think we can do. I think there are a lot of solutions out there because there are many rescuers out there like you and they find homes. I have people calling me all the time. I, I'd like to rescue, a, a, uh, take a rescue cat. What do I do? So I think that there are other, op- there are options. I do not believe like you to set them back out, to put them back out after it's, it's not a life. It's not a life no, out there. No. All right, then. Um, if if I can participate in any way Great. in putting together some kind of program, um, I have I find other options and, and they're you know the best that I can do at the time. So if I can participate in helping you find alternatives to TNR to just releasing them back on mm-hmm. the street in the hope, hope that somebody is going to take care of them and do right. it. Let me know. I'll I'll participate. All right, Lucia. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Thank you for all you do, Lucia. Thank you. Good call. Yeah, good call. Tom and AC. Tom, good morning. You're on with Lori Young and Don Guardian. Yeah, thank you, John, for taking my second call. I I was the fellow that called right before yes, you were. Yes, so now. Yes. I'm uh, identify myself. My name is Tom Dedato. Lori Young knows me. Yes, Tom. I thank live in the 600 block of Adriatic Avenue. I've been involved in this personally. I can speak from experience since 2014. The cat situation I have now is under control once that a group was able to come spay and neuter. Now, since that time, nine years, I have spent over $50,000 out of my own savings Whoa. to take care of it. Yes. And it's why? Because I'm a Christian. I believe in doing God's work. And I've been moved by the Lord to do this. There are people that help the, the drug addicts and the mental ones. There's a, a need to help these animals that have no choice. They're right. here. Mm-hmm. They've got to live. Now, that $50,000 covers vet expenses, too. So I'm, I'm saying it can be done. Once they can get the help of spay and neuter, you won't have the problem that you see. Different times they'll find somebody who is... Uh, charged with hoarding. It's people that meant well. They brought even uh, cats into their house and they were feeding them and, and taking care of them and then they exploded in, in the population. Once you get them spayed or neutered, that's the main thing. Then you can find there's plenty of people like me mm-hmm. who don't mind setting up. I have now 
or I had two indoor cats, one passed. I have made a pet out of them. You can. They, they, they can be made pets. Mm-hmm. But it's a difficult thing. But there are people out there, if you get the help. Now, Lori's having a food drive of fun, I'd like to tell you about. To donate food for cats and dogs. The problem mainly now is, is feral cats. Mm-hmm. There was a, a, a dog problem years ago in Atlantic City, but it's been under control. We need to do the same thing for the animals. But I'm a taxpayer in Atlantic City, been here all my life. When Don Guardian was the mayor, he was the best mayor we had in years. Sure, we didn't sure. have the situation we have now. Yes. So I think thank you for what your service was, Don Guardian, and thank you for getting involved in this now. Thank John DeMassey and, Jack, and thank Lori Young, because she's devoted her, ever since I've known her, I've listened to her for years on the radio. It's always about animals and people, but mainly the animals. Because not enough people do, this is a very, very, very important show you're having now. Because it's now coming out. People, and I, Lori has my phone number and my address. She can give my information to anybody who would call in and say, well, how do you get started? They can come over. I welcome anybody is interested over to my house to see how I'm set up now. I have these little huts in the back with straw that, that and I provide them through Three meals a day. I spoil the cats I have now. (laughs) You do, Jeff. I try to make up for the life they have, Uh and at least they have a place to get. It's a fenced in, six foot fence backyard. I have these huts that have straw. They have a way of getting in out of the bad weather. It's not perfect, but it's better than what it was. Right. And the one cat that's now my pet, he's spoiled. I mean, it's it's amazing. I have I rub his belly and his head. He's uh, purring, and it can be done. Just you're just, right, absolutely, Tom. And you've done it. And many you have to have inside you. You want to do this good because one day I'm going to die, and I'm going to have to answer to God. I know this, and I'm trying to do what well, He would do if He was here. Mm-hmm. I try to walk with Jesus every day. What would Jesus do if he was here? He wouldn't be letting this go on. You're right. Absolutely, Tom. Tom, Tom thank you. Thank you for the call. Tom, we really appreciate it. thank you so it. much Tom, for thanks, doing what you do. Yeah, Tom, thanks for the call. Thanks for what you're doing for uh, all of the uh, cats in, in your neighborhood. It, it's really appreciative. We, we need to find uh, more good Samaritans like yourself. God bless. And Atlantic City is a major problem. $50,000? That's nuts. I'll tell you. The price of... That's why. $50,000? And and, and here's the thing, and and Don knows because we spoke, and John... So if people are taking care of, they're trying to do the right thing. They have 13, 14, 15 strays that they're feeding. They can't afford to spend... Eighty, ninety, hundred dollars a cat for spay and neuter, and why should they? The cat; these are not their cats. These are cats that were tossed out by people who were irresponsible, who did not spay and neuter. They take them as in kittens in certain areas of Atlantic City. I'm not going to name it, and and the city should know this, and the the county executive needs to know this. It's a mess in Atlantic City. The streets in Atlantic City are overrun by these cats. They're they're poisoned. They're abused. Some of the some of the rescuers bring them in. Kids throw rocks at them. It's an absolute, absolutely atrocious thing. These children are being brought up with horrible morals. The parents, after the cats, are no longer cute anymore. Toss them on the street, not being spayed and neutered. These animals have no place to go. They form a colony for protection. And this is what the rescuers, day and night, are out there doing, John. Oh, boy. That's that, the that's, good side uh, of it. 
That's the good side. We are coming up on a break, and then we're going to talk to Jane and Galloway, and maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450. Lori Young is our guest. She is an animal advocate, and she's advocating for spaying and neutering animals here in Atlantic County. Don Guardian is with us as well, our assemblyman, and I'm John DeMassey. We're all coming back with more after these words. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check Check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Your WPG Atlantic City Electric AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. This afternoon, it's going to be mostly cloudy, but mild, high 64. Mild with periods of rain tonight, low 49. Occasional rain and drizzle tomorrow, high 59 to wrap the weekend. Come Monday, we've got times of clouds and sun, the high 54. Clouds and sun on Tuesday, start of noticeably chillier weather, high 48. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, our guest, Lori Young, animal animal advocate, Don Guardian, our assemblyman from Atlantic County. He's here with us as well. 609-407-1450. Why don't you give out your email again? Because that was kind of a long email. It is a long email. It's my email. I'll spell it. L-O-R-R-Y-P-A-T as in Thomas, L as in Linda, E, N as in No, Young, Y-O-U-N-G, at comcast.net and i know linda is a listener she's a lovely lady she calls me sometimes and linda god bless you you have such a great heart and uh thank you for being who you are okay let's talk to jane and galloway jane good morning you're on with Lori young and don guardian good morning and thank you for taking my call bravo gentlemen bravo for discussing this topic that is so been pushed under the carpet for so long we have such a problem here i am the rescue I'm a nonprofit organization. I've been doing this for 35 years probably, but I've never worked so hard as in the past few years because the problem is getting worse and worse and worse. And there's really so many issues to discuss about this. So do either of you gentlemen have a question for me? Because I'm out there every single day and I know exactly what's going on out there. Why don't you tell us, Jane? Tell us us what you see on a day-to-day basis. Well, first of all, I understand Lucia's point of, yeah, TNR. But remember when Don was mayor, um, he worked with Alley Cat Allies. And they were a very big advocate for the TNR program. In fact, they are the ones, along with the Humane Society, that implemented the Saving the Boardwalk Cats. And that was a TNR program. Yeah, TNR to us means that you're trapping, neutering, releasing, but you are monitoring. You're going to make sure that colony is being taken care of. So you're going to make sure they're fed, they have vet care. And most feral cats, 
don't want to live inside. They're going to be miserable. They're happy there. We want to stop the reproduction, and that is what the TNR program is basically. Stop all these animals from reproducing. So it's a very good program. Yes, I see the pros and cons of it. I understand where people don't agree with it. But the big problem is, is we get calls every day of people. I've called the shelters. It's expensive to get fixed. A cat showed up. I want to save it. They, they have to live with their decision of what they do with these animals. Mm -hmm. Do they want animal control to take it to the county shelter? They know that maybe it won't survive, especially if it's not very friendly. So if people have a free spay neuter clinic, you get this one or two cats, you're taking care of them. They're your outside cats, you provide them shelter. Mm-hmm. They're all, everybody's happy. There's options, now, there's options. They're getting answers that are costing them a lot of money. You have to bring it here, you have to find somebody to trap it, get it to the vet. Yeah, there's all these things have to be put into play. If they're not getting the right information from the right people, they just continue to feed and feel like this is the best I can do. Mm-hmm. The next year, there's another 12 cats. Don, you, your input? We have to stop this. We have got to stop this. People are not knowing how to go about to manage these problems. And really, our county officials have to have programs that they're knowledgeable about to tell these people. I'm amazed at how many uh, officials that work for Atlantic County had no idea we didn't have a spay-neuter clinic at the county shelter. Mm-hmm. They just assumed we did. This is I don't have any idea. <laughs> no, but, but you know, you're not supposed to know, John, because you're not, a, you know, you're not a but No, but people should Don, know. Everybody should know. Don, can you interject here what you told me that you were so unaware? And Don is our, you know, an assemblyman, a state. Is Don with us? Don. Is Don there? Should be. Don? Uh, I hope we may have lost Don. I, I hope oh. We, did we lose Don? Yeah, apparently. We lost him. Okay. Okay. All right, Jane, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, okay, we have another. Anne is in May's Landing. Anne, is, you're on uh, with Lori Young. Hi, Anne. Welcome. For, thanks for calling. <laughs> Hello? I don't think we're, we're getting anybody. Should be there. Anne? Hello? Hello, Anne. Hi. Thank you for calling. No, this is, no, uh, this is Tony. Oh, hi, Tony. Oh. Hi. Thanks hi. for calling. Hi. Yeah, um, I just wanted to put my little uh, information in about how it's been out here in Atlantic City with the cats. I'm a homeowner. I live in the west side of Atlantic City, and I take care of a colony of 35 feral and stray cats. Mm. I pay for everything out of my own pocket, and once in a while, I'll run a GoFundMe to get a little bit extra money. But it is a real problem. It really and truly is a problem. Yes. Um, and it needs to be addressed, and it needs to have an all-hands-on-deck approach. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the wild cats, were, you know, once they're fixed and put back into the colony, they live pretty happily. The cats that are strays that someone decided they've got evicted so the cat can't go with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so those kind of things are happening, and, and we just need the help. You're right, Tony. Well, with Don Guardian at the helm, let's hope we're going to get it. Thank, thank, I want to bring Don back on. Don, are you there with us? 
I am. Okay. I'm sorry, I, I was lost for a minute. That's okay. You're never lost, Don. Um, <laughs> I, I certainly appreciate hearing for so many people are doing so much to help cats that are out there. So as we talk about uh, not doing enough uh, uh, on a government level uh, for spaying, it, it's so good to hear of people that are taking care of our stray animals. Absolutely. Um, we, I, we have a lot of callers that are interested in, in hearing what you have to say, Don. Mm. Mary and AC. Mary, good morning. You're on with Lori Young and Don Guardian. Hey, Lori Young. Thank you very much. But I'm here to talk to Don Guardian about Jeff Andrews' federal takeover of Atlantic City Housing. Okay. I'm the same lady that turned in uh, certain Democrats for paying $50 to every poor person in my building for their ballot. And I uh, have been writing his office and trying to also work with Jeff Bandrew. I live in Atlantic City Housing, and as you know, we're having huge, giant problems. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, we know. And uh, I have been sending emails. Uh, I did not use my uh, real name for my protection. Sorry, guys, but you know who I am. Um, listen, Marty Small's wife has por- performed a radical hostile corporate takeover of all of our federal entitlement amenities at Jeffrey Towers and has unlawfully disenfranchised us and has taken over $600,000 of our involuntary loss of use compensation Mary, Mary, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mary, hold on, hold on. Uh, this is a little bit, in fact, it's a lot off the topic. Uh, you want to discuss that with Don in his in his office? Feel free, but uh, we're not going to take the time to, to discuss that now because we're trying to get these animals spayed and neutered. Okay, Tracy in Hamilton Township. Tracy, good morning. You're on with Don Guardian and Lori yes. Young. Good morning. Thanks so much for taking my call. Thank Thanks, you, Tracy. Lori, for bringing so much attention to this topic. Thank you, Don Guardian, for really caring about the animals mm-hmm. in our county and all that you do and have done in the past with, you know, the help of Alley Cat Allies. And uh, I just want to say I am one of the people that's out there doing mm-hmm. trapping, spaying, neutering, returning, feeding colonies. Um, the situation is just so out of control. It's, it's very sad. There are a lot of people in the neighborhoods that care and it's very upsetting for them. It's a quality of life issue. Nobody wants to see cats rummaging through garbage. And, uh, you know, if you don't live <clears throat> in the city, you don't see what's happening. Mm-hmm. Once you start driving in the neighborhoods, and the ones that get hit the most and the hardest are the poor neighborhoods. Because nobody's, nobody cares about those neighborhoods. And the people need services there mm-hmm. and nobody drives through and knows what's going on so um you know it's great what all you guys are doing to try to help the situation and a lot of people that have pets try to do the right thing but right. surrender fees at the shelter how can people afford a surrender fee mm-hmm. so they end up putting them outside and hoping yeah. you know somebody else comes along and feeds these animals for them and you do Very tracy sad. And you do. And thank thank you for all you do. You're out there every single day. Excuse me. And as we said before, Alley Cat Allies, for a period of time, did something. Don implemented that program, did a great job with it. Then after a while, when COVID hit, they dropped the ball. And you, Jane, all the other rescuers picked it up out of your own pocket, feeding these poor animals that had no place to go. And thank you so much for doing that. But we need Atlantic County Mm -hmm. should be ashamed of itself for not having this for years and years. 
We pay taxes yeah. for the Atlanta County Animal Shelter. There's no need. We can raise funding. It's not going to affect the taxpayers' taxes at all. It's just going to make them feel more like humanitarians and heroes. Yes, yes. Tr- Tracy, oh, we pray. thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, thanks Tracy. Thanks, Tracy. Okay, I, I have a question. So what if you, you want this to happen? What if you raise some money mm-hmm. and you go to the county and say, okay, we've raised this amount of money. So you don't have to kick in that much out of that budget, but you kick in some. Does that make it happen faster? Does it make it happen at all? What do you say to that? Don, you want to take this uh, one? Yeah. Go ahead. That's exactly where I'm going yeah, on this. I wanted Don uh, to you know, address it. I, I've always uh, found it easier when you go, when you're looking for people to help you, if you already start with something. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, you know, you go to the casinos and say, listen, we are, and you can tell me the Kiwanis or Rotary Club, but we raise this amount of money, this is where we need to go, can you help us? As opposed to just coming and saying, we need your money and things. So I think it's the same thing with the county saying, listen, you got the building, you've got the staff, right. um, you're, you're providing programs, but they're not sufficient. And we're not knocking you on this. We want to provide additional services. We're going to find some money to help you out, but we need you to uh, give us some support too. And that support may just be the uh, the facility itself and some of the staffing and some of the coordination uh, of, of allowing people to call, make appointments, et, mm-hmm. et cetera. But yeah, that's, I think, exactly where we go with this. It makes a, a, a whole lot of sense. Uh, you know, I, I just, you can tell from the passion of the people calling yes. how much they care about their animals. And I, I just want to tell you, this is on a personal note, and, you know, family and friends that were staying with us uh, during uh, uh, Hurricane Sandy, I would come back, and th- this is the first day. So the hurricane is barely over. It's still maybe 50, 60 miles an hour wind. Mm. I know that scares other people, but that's a, a typical bad nor'easter for us. So that's nothing. <laughs> but I'm up on top of the boardwalk, and uh, I'm with a staff that is sit at the time, and we're just trying to find out if there's anyone underneath the boardwalk or caught in the dunes that are still alive. That's what we're looking for. There, there's no police yet uh, out. There's no uh, federal workers. There's no public. There's nobody there other than cat people, the Alex cat <laughs> allies. They were out there in the storm making sure they found the cats, mm-hmm. they repositioned uh, their shelters, they provided the feeding and things. So mm-hmm. uh, a very dedicated staff out there. Uh, so people out there trying, they're, they're just uh, the need is so much greater than what we're able to provide. And, and I agree with everyone that spoke here. I, I walk to, to work from here. I, I live in the inlet and my uh, uh, office is down almost where the college is. So it's three miles. Mm. So I definitely see everything that's on, on the street. Uh, when I, And I walk on Baltic and Arctic and uh, Mediterranean. You know, it's not just the boardwalk. Uh, so I can see it. And I think well, they're absolutely right. People want to help. They just don't have the financial means. Mm-hmm. Let's help them with their finances to be able to do this. And then I think the next step is what do we do once we uh, neuter and spay? How can we find them homes? Uh, you know, do we work with the Boy Scouts and the Girl Scouts right. in helping to find homes? Uh, do we work with other uh, nonprofits that are out there? Do we work with some of our senior programs saying, hey, you know, we've got an animal, they're spayed, uh, they're safe, but, but we need someone to take care of it. And it, I, I, I think that's how we approach it. All right, Don, uh, we're going to let you go. Thanks a lot for coming on. We appreciate it. 
always can count on Don Guardian to appear when uh-huh. we ask. Absolutely. Uh, always. Don, you are just I, a super, you you're, you're Superman to all of us. You're a great gentleman. Thank well, you so much for all you, you do. And so if I don't talk to you before, it's uh, happy, let me see if I get them all right. It's happy Diwali. Uh, it's uh, happy Hanukkah. <laughs> it's Merry Christmas. Absolute. It's happy Kwanzaa. Uh-huh. It's happy New Year. And if I miss anybody, I'm sorry, but uh, God bless <laughs> you as well. Okay. Thank thanks, you, Don. Thanks a lot, Don. Health we appreciate and happiness. It. Thank you. We're coming up on our final break, and we're going to wrap this up with Lori Young, our guest, our animal advocate guest, spaying and neutering, uh, trying to get this uh, happening in Atlantic County. I'm John DeMassey. We'll come back with some final thoughts on Talk With a Purpose after these words. This holiday season, come celebrate in Hamilton. It's the blueberry capital of the world and so much more. Celebrate the taste with cuisine to satisfy any palate. Italian, Mexican, Asian, and traditional American specialties. Celebrate the spirit. Wineries, breweries, distilleries. Your choice of over a dozen places to sample local tastes. Celebrate the arts, Eagle Theater shows, and live music in so many venues. Celebrate the day. Celebrate the night. Celebrate the season. The Hammonds and Rotary Winterfest, today and tomorrow. Main Street Tree Lighting tonight. Fireman's Parade next Saturday. Third Thursday on December 21st. And Hamilton's New Year's Eve Bash and much more. This holiday, bring the family and celebrate Hamilton. This message from the Greater Hamilton Chamber of Commerce is supported in part by a grant from the New Jersey Department of State, Division of Travel and Tourism. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. Back here on Talk With a Purpose with our guest, Lori Young, animal advocate. We're talking about spaying and neutering cats and dogs here in Atlantic County. And, uh, Lori, i got to ask you a question. Sure, Jeff. What is the role of the SPCA in all this? Uh, the S- You're talking, wait, the SPCA for Society for the yeah. Prevention of Cruelty yeah. to Animals. Um, okay, so I don't have it with me, but they do an overall situation. They rescue in times of, uh, of, of times like a, a Sandy when we have devastation happening. I mean, they're not only into spay and neuter, but the problem is that many of us through the mail, we get these, you know, donate to HSUS. We get these blankets and all them, that. Yeah. <laughs> we all get them, right? Never, don't do it. Don't do it, please. Your money is not going for the animals. So the, the, their, their, um, CEO, 
uh, of the SP, the, AS, uh, the ASPCA, he makes one point something million dollars a year. Oh. A year. Everyone under him, six figure, six figures for each of them. Now, how is this money being, being delegated to the animals, to, to saving the animals? It's not. It's a lot of it is going in their pockets. So please, if you get anything in the mail, donate to your local rescue groups. You have Beacon Animal Rescue in, um, Upper Township. They do a fabulous job. They're no kill. Uh, you can donate to many. There's a lot of rescue groups up there. Local. Stay local with your dollars and cents. Do not give it to these national organizations because the animals never say it. Gee, I gave once to the uh, see, seeing eye dogs or something. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's. Was ad- that all right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I like to say. I'll say. Local. Lori said, "Not no, don't bother with you." So I'll send it back in the mail. Well, you know, I, people talk to me. They said, "Lori, should I donate? Should I?" I'm like, people can do as they want to. If, they, if it's going to make them feel good in their heart, that's fine. But the bottom line is that these national organizations pocket the money as opposed we see these poor dogs on tv dot you know you say to yourself oh my gosh i'm going to send something no it does not go to the animals let me just read a statistic john for you uh before we come to the end approximately 6.3 million companion animals enter u.s shelters nationwide every year of those approximately 3.1 million are dogs 3.2 millions are cats each year approximately almost 920,000 shelter, shelter animals are euthanized, 390,000 dogs, 530,000 cats. Mm. You do the arithmetic, and uh, we just want to have everyone on board with us. You'll be a better person for it. You'll be a hero. And I'm just going to give you a quote. I'm going to leave with this quote. Uh, Mahatma Gandhi, the moral fiber of a nation is judged by the way its animals are treated. And right now, we're do- not doing such a great job, John. Well, we thank you for coming on and really making me aware of this problem and making our audience aware of this problem. Give out your email again. Okay. And, John, thank you for the opportunity. I listen to you every week. You do a fabulous job. Uh, My email is L-O-R-R-Y-P-A-T-L-E-N-Y-O-U-N-G at Comcast.net. And uh, I don't know. I I had Don Guardian's number here. But you can reach Don. Just just uh, Google Don Guardian. His office number comes up. You can talk to him. We're going to work together to help everyone out there uh, to spay and neuter your pets. It doesn't matter if you're a rescue or not. That's going to put the wraps on another edition of Talk With a Purpose. Don't forget, we're here every Saturday, 9 till noon on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thanks to Lori Young. Thanks to Don Guardian. And thanks to Chris Coleman, our program director and producer, for doing his usual outstanding job and thanks to you because without you we don't have a show it's that simple i'm john damassey thanks for listening have yourself a great week a safe a happy and a healthy one we'll do it all over again next saturday nine till noon talk with a purpose on wpg talk radio 95.5 you take care The preceding program was paid for and presented by John DeMassey.